What's that on up a yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. <laughs> Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. Gather around and revel in the good word of the lowest common denominator podcast. So I was at Walmart yesterday. Oh, God. Yeah, that's always good because all of a sudden everybody has got their stimulus checks. So oh, it's like God. it's like a permanent first of the month here. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. There's more jogging pants there than the goodies clearance aisle. It is really rough. Mm, There's mm. a lot of pairs that say juicy on them and stuff like that. <laughs> Disgusting. So I'm, I'm walking through Walmart, and I'm trying to buy, like, normal people things. Yeah. Motorol, like, for example. And toothpaste. Well, and toothpaste, right, 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 right. Things they don't use. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I would like to say teeth paste, but compared to many of the people I've seen there, <laughs> it's probably tooth, tooth. as in singular. <laughs> so anyway, I'm looking for my teeth paste, and I'm looking for Motorol, and I see this lady here dropping her mask and just berating a small child. And there's two children. And I hear one child tell the other child, when mommy drops her mask, it means she's getting really pissed. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I thought that says so much about the world right now. When, when mommy drops her mask, the bullshit stops. Straight from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky, we're fresher than a dozen eggs from a one-legged brown hen. We put the cult in mini trucking culture. We are your hashtag voice of the low life. I'm LMC. This is my co-host, Shay Mullins. Oh. And we are bringing you another episode of the lowest common denominator podcast. Now, we are deviating from what makes us us tonight. We're doing something a little Kinda. bit different. Kind of. but I think it's going to be fun. First of all, there's actually five people in studio. Yeah. yeah, five. Yeah. So we're sitting at a big L-shaped desk. We have cords everywhere. I don't know how bad we're going to echo. So far, so good, I think. Yeah. We're we'll, not we'll see what happens. Professional. But we have a special guest tonight, and then we have a couple of our normal co-hosts. Uh, we're being joined tonight, in addition to you and I, by Farva. And Farva is currently muted because he's over there slinging parts, and by Jeremy Dickerson. So, who, who is also slinging who parts. Who is also muted over there and is currently slinging parts. But our guest du jour of today is something a little bit different. It's something I'm really excited about bringing on. I wanted to try something. We've had several requests, if I'm not mistaken, Shay, and I think yeah. people request it more for you than I, because you're the educated one and I'm the hillbilly. Well, anyway, there's been a lot of people that ask us to delve more into, I guess, Appalachian culture. You notice I said Appalachian, not Appalachian. It's Atch, Atch. That's right. You tell them. So I'm delving into Appalachian culture a little bit tonight. And I thought, how can I possibly interface this with what makes us us? You know, how can we do something that appeals to the mini truck crowd, the ADD of the mini truck crowd like what well, I you have. Know, they listen to us because we sound like a bunch of hillbillies, so I mean, we kind of already fit in. Right? Well, right, right, right. You know, what, my favorite thing to hear is that y'all don't talk like us. <laughs> yeah. And I really, I take a lot of pride in that because, you know, speaking of Appalachian culture, yeah, we don't talk like you because we're hillbillies. Th- thanks to geographical isolation in Appalachia, specifically central Appalachia, the earliest dialects of Scott-Irish is more preserved in central Appalachia. That's accurate. Than anywhere in the world. That's accurate. So, yeah, we may not talk like you, but you used to talk like us. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. No, no, no. In all sincerity. So, I've got to thinking how can we delve into Appalachian culture? You know, how can we tie this in and make it something that will be interesting to people? So, I have this uncle 
we've shared several good stories together, and one of the things I've always appreciated about him is that he's an excellent orator. Um, somebody can that naturally... A, that's a big word. An orator? Really? That's a big word. I've used bigger. That's three syllables. That's, that, that's, a, that's a lot of syllables for a hillbilly. You know, the first time I ever used, seen the word orator used yeah. was in a description of Henry Clay. Really? Henry Clay, the attorney, doing the Great Compromise, he was spoke of as being an excellent orator. And that huh. always really impressed me, and I always spent a lot of time reading a lot of his legal writs. And it's just very impressive. The vernacular they use, there's another one, vernacular. The vernacular they use at you're that just, time you're period. You're just feeling it at the time, aren't you? Caffeine. I've had three venoms. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's, my synapses you're, are firing. Um, it's, how, it's, how are you alive? I don't know, but my kidneys hate me every single day of my life. But, but in all sincerity, that type of history is, is, is very, very interesting to me. And, and I've got this uncle, and I'm getting ready to introduce him because he's here with us tonight. And I feel that he is an excellent orator in the mold of a Henry Clay. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce him, and then we will explain how we're kind of going to tie this in. But my Uncle Doug Adams has joined us tonight. And uh, Uncle Doug, thank you for joining us. Hi, so. Hi, Uncle Doug. You're most welcome. So, my Uncle Doug, and everybody sitting at home thinking, oh, great, he bought a family member on. Well, <laughs> this this one's a cool one. I'm going gonna, I mean, I'm gonna to bring my dad on here, too, at some point. But, damn it, we got cool stories, okay? So, my Uncle Doug is 87 years old, mm-hmm. and Uncle Doug is the oldest living in-class educator in the state of Kentucky. You know, Andy Strugenis listens yeah. to us. Andy Strugenis is also an educator. And he will really appreciate this. He really this. likes Christmas tree cakes. Christmas tree cakes, really? He loves yeah. them a yeah, lot. Yeah, you know, Andy's going to join us in person, by the way, very soon. I spoke to him yesterday, and he totally already told me. So he's 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 bought and paid for at this point. <laughs> we, we got him dead to rights in writing. But anyway, my Uncle Doug is 87 years old. And I'm not harping on the age because of that number, but because of the fact that he has lived a very, I'm going to say, interesting life, as only an 87-year-old artist could possibly live. The reason I wanted to bring him on here is because the one-legged chicken, Bess, that is a creation of his. The original drawing for Bess, the one-legged brown hen, come from Uncle Doug. We're going to get back to that, but let, okay. me, let, me, let me sing a little accolades here. Doug is a current in-classroom educator at Ledger County Central High School. I'm, I'm saying that correctly, aren't I? Okay. Now, for 20 years, almost 20 years, you were a professor at Moorhead State University in the art program, right? Mm -hmm. So, showing my ignorance here, the college level that you taught at, I mean, what was that in comparison to the high school level you teach now? Because you've done both for quite a bit of time. I I use nude models. (laughs) (laughs) oh this is going to be awesome this is going to be awesome (laughs) oh my god this is going to be great well that's that's definitely a that's a a jeffrey dillard moment there it's it's rare that i get taken off my game (laughs) but but that's yes yes the difference between college and high school is i use nude models awesome uh, okay. Well, 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 my question, my next question would be like, "Holy uh, shit!" I mean, no, no. This come is, on, I got. Where do we on. go from there? Okay, cool. Uh, anyways, so uh, if you was going to rate with uh, how the amount of your class that's stoned, was there more stone kids in college or in high school? You know, I, I really am not aware in my classes 
of ever having a kid that was stoned. Really? Really? No. Really? No. Because now in college I did. Oh, I imagine so. Oh, I that was back in the seventies. Well, well, I think cool. everybody was stoned you know, in the seventies, though. I mean, like put a joint out as it came in the building. <laughs> 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 well, let's let's go ahead and say that most good music comes from drugs. And drugs, was, you know, I, I would. I, it's true. I would agree with that. <laughs> it's really well. Art, art, and, and and music is similar in the sense that. It's a mental process. Absolutely. Art is a mental process. You develop certain skills that you deal with. You can draw and you know color and you know how to paint or you know how to weld or whatever you work, media you're working in. But art and music are, 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 are very similar because it's, a, it's an inner feeling that you get. And wow. the inner feeling's unlocked by acid. <laughs> and, the, and you know, not that I've never smoked a joint in my life. Really? I've never smoked pot. I've never really? taken a drug in my life unless it was prescribed yeah. to me. But, I can't uh, say that. Back in the 70s, gosh, I'd have to send those kids home sometimes, some of them. No kidding. Really? They'd be so stoned. They would be, I thought they would make them better at art. Wrong kind of drugs. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. Wrong kind of drugs. You're smoking weed, you're just drawing stick figures and eating Cheetos, man. <laughs> <laughs> there was no, it's accurate, too. More, Moorhead, Kentucky wasn't known for its opium consumption back then. Oh, okay. The, uh, wow, I, I love, you know, you're, you're doing my work for me here because of what you just said, the inner <laughs> feeling. That's something that appeals to my crowd. You know, we spend so much time standing in a garage looking at a vehicle and i know this sounds dumb but you as an artist will probably appreciate this it's like staring at your blank canvas we wait for it to speak to us we literally look and look and look until something clicks and all of a sudden we're like i see a cut i can make here or i see a line that i can paint here to bring out this angle Mm -hmm. to bring you know this to light this something i want to showcase and and i guess the expression medium doesn't really matter it's the expression itself that matters. You know, you're actually expressing your feelings on a, as you said, Shay, a blank canvas, whether that's literally canvas material or a vehicle. Or, you know, I was in your shop the other day, and, and you do a lot of metal sculpting now. And it's funny, growing up, I always watched you do your landscapes. And that's something I'm a huge fan of of the landscapes you used to do. And I don't even know that that's the right term. What's a landscape? I, well, I don't know. Is, is landscape the right term when you're doing, like, buildings and cabins and stuff like that? That's, yeah, just outdoors. Okay. Yeah. Well, you always did a lot of, of, of that. I remember, for example, James Steele's cabin. And, and I realize a lot of listeners won't know who James Steele is. And please correct me if I mis- mistake the, you know, misspeak this. But James Steele was a very known author in eastern Kentucky. From Knott County? Was it Knott County? He was really from Mississippi. Really? I didn't realize that, actually. I don't know actually. exactly how he ended up in Knott County. Sure. But uh, That's random. He yeah. wrote a, a wonderful book entitled River of Earth. Okay. It was about the outward migration okay. of workers in Appalachia. Yep. Headed north to the automobile factories. And you know it's still going really? on to this day. And, Last year we uh, lost five percent. And it was uh that was that was one of his best books that I think he ever read. Actually I've never read that, but and I'm gonna Jesse look it Stewart, up. Stewart, I did a series of paintings based on his book Kentucky is my land. Really? And uh, so I got to visit with him a lot. He and his wife, and I enjoyed that very much. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't realize that, actually. I did a lot of book covers and paintings based on that book. Really? 
Hmm. That's actually really, I didn't even know that. That's pretty rad. And that's one of the reasons I was excited to get a chance to speak to you about this. Um, and, and, and again, I'm 40, and in my whole life, you know, you've been one of the few relatives that I really give a shit about, to be quite blunt. <laughs> my family sucks. I've got I like know. three of them I like, and you that's told it. Me. Well, the, the, the truth is the truth, guys. But in all sincerity, you're something, someone I've always really looked up to. And over the years, I've seen you go through different mediums. Um, again, we're doing the landscapes at first. And that's what, as a little boy, I remember I remember your studio in your cabin and just being just amazed at seeing the half-done works and things and, and all your supplies. And I used to sneak in there all the time and just look at all your stuff. And it was, it was the coolest thing in the world to me. Um and you had some really inspirational views there. I remember you could overlook your pond there, and it was just a great place to, to I guess, get inspired. But then you went into metal sculpting. And, again, that's something, you know, I remember selling you an arc welder many years ago at this yeah. point, 10, 12, 15 years ago. I don't even know. It was, a, it was a, I think, a Hobart stick mate, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I remember selling you that, and then all of a sudden – you know, you MIG, you TIG, you have a plasma cutter, you have better tools than plasma, I do. Plasma cutter? Yeah. He's, nice. you got a hypertherm, don't you? You've got a plasma cutter, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, right? Plasma. I was thinking nice. you did. And what made you go into metal? Well, because to me, I mean, I'm dumb. That seems like such a differentiation between a landscape to a 3D visage of something. I've always, I've always dabbled in metal, too. Even oh, when okay. I was painting landscapes. As I you got you. Right. To. Simply because the thing about sculpture is that it it's a 3D thing. Okay. And you're looking at space and objects that occupy space. Mm -hmm. Whereas a painting, you're creating the illusion of space. Mm -hmm. That so is a cool way to look at that. I didn't really think of it. That so way. in a way, it's two sides to the same coin. Just one is more tangible. You can actually touch all three dimensions, and the other you can just see and imagine. And sculpture helps you feel 3D things. I okay. Mean, it makes you want to touch them. Right, and, right, absolutely. And that's what sculpture is all about, other than to get into some of Calder's things up on the Chicago shoreline up there. Big sculptures okay. of steel. Yeah. Mobiles, stay mobiles. Uh, Wonderful things. Very cool. I remember years ago, I was in Chicago, and I walked into the museum there, the art museum. When I went in the front door, I just looked around. I'd never, I'd never seen the inside of a big museum until that day. And uh, on the, you went in a, a room that was large in the beginning where I had all kinds of things on the walls and posters and so forth directing what was in there and so forth telling you a little about the museum then I looked went to this double doors I say double doors it would have been as wide or wider than this room Jesus an opening into this huge gallery space and they had one of the impressionist painters the lily pond mm-hmm back there is that a monet or what is that it's a Ma monet okay and uh -huh. <laughs> and uh yeah, there's, two, there's two of those guys monet manet <clears throat> manet was the uh visual guy in the sense that he had this concept that he would just put colored spots side by side and the eye would mix it he called it retinal mixing wow 
Okay. And uh, it was always, I never did like those too much. They were kind of stiff. Okay. And unmoving, whereas Monet, of course, was a, a lot of depth. real painter, you know, in the use of color and so forth. But anyway, I looked back there and saw that painting, and it was, it was about 40 feet long. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it covered a whole end of that museum back there. And I'd only seen it in books before, and you know what the size they would be sure. if you looked at a textbook and saw that painting. Wow. But uh, art has a rich history to it. Uh, I'm doing encaustic work right now. What's encaustic? Painting with wax. And it goes back to the fifth century BC. So is this like a fresco type thing? I use canvases okay. and hardboard. And, uh, you just pour it on? You can pour it on or you can take a heat gun and you can use these big giant crayons and melt them down with that heat gun. Or you've seen that actually. Or you know. take an attractive model and you roll her in it. That's... Oh, hey. oh, hot wax. Guess huh? who forgot to turn off his phone? Good um, job, Lee Michael. Good job. Yeah. Huh, he could just drip the wax on him, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that goes back to the nude model in, in college. But getting so. back to the space we was talking about, yeah. three-dimensional stuff helps you in the depiction of a two-dimensional surface that you make look three-dimensional. Interesting. Your concept of form and shape is, is heightened by that uh, experience of sculpture. So which is more gratifying to you? I mean, like creating a three-dimensional sculpture that you can touch all the sides or a painting that makes you see things in 3D when it's not really there? Well, painting really is, is more satisfying okay. because it, it doesn't require the same kind of facility to you know, sure, to yeah. do the work in. Well, you literally have a converted and, uh, welding shop as your studio now. And the reason I started doing sculpture, when I was 12 years old, I ordered a welder out of the grit paper. What's I that? I, I believe I paid a uh, dollar and 75 cents for it. Dude, you're, you're kidding <laughs> me. Really? No, I'm, this is a true story. Okay, I've never and heard when of this I got, one. When I got the welder, of course, it came in with a head, a cat head, just like yeah. you know, any welder would have. Yeah. And on the end of the wires of the cat head, it had two metal clips. For a battery. For salt water. You had to plug it in, it was 110, but you had to plug it in in order to weld with it. What? And I remember I got that thing, and they sent me these glasses that are really dark. <laughs> And I couldn't see very well through those glasses. Are you listening to this, Jeremy? <laughs> I thought you. I couldn't see very well. So I was I was trying to weld. I was striking arcs here and there and up and down. And I'd pull my glasses up and I'd have to hunt for them to see where I touched the metal. And uh, I so it. I just threw those away. I just laid them aside. And I welded all day on my bicycle. Oh no. Uh, I burnt both fenders <laughs> and one rim and, and set a tire on fire. <laughs> and I've got a sneaky feeling your eyes were so flash burned oh, the I'll next tell day. You what, that evening. Oh my goodness! The time time dark came. My eyes were hurting me so bad that I could barely stand it. But then I realized I'd done something bad wrong. <laughs> And, uh, and I was afraid to tell Dad oh my God. what I'd done. 
And I told him I got salt water in them. <laughs> we had to take a crock and fill it with salt water and put those two diodes down yeah. in there to uh, get a current across it to weld. That is wild to me. I can't and, imagine. Uh, and they sent me these little welding rods, and I finally got so I could uh, I could weld a little bit. That is but, that uh, is awesome. If you can weld with a setup like that, I think you can weld with anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like but it was now a MIG welder must be like the fanciest thing on earth compared to that. Uh, well, I say it is amazing because you have a TIG, don't you? Or do you use when no, you do I stainless? A MIG. I'd like to take a class in TIG weld. I've done some TIG work, but uh-huh. it's been a long time, and I'm sure the equipment I use was not the uh, the fella sitting standard. the fella sitting to your left is an excellent TIG welder. So you guys definitely have to talk a little shop about that. He he does an excellent I'd like job. For, I'd like for you to help me some with my welding <laughs> sometime. I would love to. I really would. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell an Uncle Doug story, and and uh, I'm not trying to downplay anything because he's already kind of blown me away with with the, the perspectives he new gave modeling. and the new modeling. <laughs> right, the saltwater welding and the new modeling is is pretty hard to to get around. But my mom, my mom is a very very sheltered lady and i don't say that disrespectfully she's just sees no bad in anyone and she's very i want to say she's me because she's a redhead so she gets kind of kind of evil sometimes but uh country mm-hmm. and again and i say that with all the 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 possibility of you know how much i love her is, is ridiculous but she's country and she's very sheltered so uncle doug used to draw nude women in the dirt on spare tire carriers in random vehicles and parking lots. <laughs> I've never Stop. seen this. This no. is a story my mom always tells me. She's like, Lee Michael, your Uncle Doug, he drew a naked lady in that old tire back there, and he just walked off. <laughs> Do you remember this? Is this yeah, something? I, okay. I sold the tire for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you, you say that. <laughs> That's um, great. You've, uh, you, you've done several things for... Me, personally, and, and, and I can't even begin, 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 begin to thank you, especially here recently. You know, I, I lost my, my pup, that I'm, I'm, so I talk about him often, and, and I like him a lot better than 90% of the people I've ever known. But I lost him recently, and you did a portrait of him. And hell, I can't even tell the story without crying. Uh, but you did a portrait of him, and I seen it, and it was him. It was, it was perfect, and, and I cried. And everybody around me cried. It was just it was a big mess. But before you did him, before you did Graph, I come to you several several months ago, beginning this year, this past year actually, and said, I'm going to do a podcast, and I need a logo, and I want you to design me a really, really rough-looking one-legged chicken. So, is that the strangest request you've ever got? Because you were... No, resp- no I, I, get, I get things that I turn down. Okay. Stranger wow. Your one-legged you know. chicken now. So right. you've you've got stranger than a one-legged chicken that's lived well, that's a really a good rough. One now. Thank that's, you. That's Thank you. Pretty, <laughs> you don't run into those real often. <laughs> well, you you laughed at me when I asked you that, but but then you put a lot of thought into her. I mean, she has the eye patch and everything, and that's something that I hadn't even thought of. So I mean, you put some serious. Well, was you serious, gonna have just have a blank eye socket? I don't know. I just said, "Hey, Uncle Doug, dude, I can't this draw." Is what, this way's well, not She lost an eye at the same time she lost a leg. Yeah, I got. You. I figured it was rough, a, rough times. It was rough rough. Time. Man, the bars back then used to be really rough. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, you put so much more thought into that than I could have ever even had. If that is not the strangest request, what is? What, what are some of the strangest requests you've ever got? Oh, I get, I get a lot of requests, you know, for 
doing drawings and portraits of people. Yeah. Which, which is kind of boring, I, like I guess. To do. Yeah. And uh, you get a lot of, I get a lot of requests that are sexual. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, no, no, we're not interested in that. We're talking about your art. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we get to have yeah. modified. <laughs> I'm a realist under some conditions. <laughs> I, I, I can be sway. I can change my politics. <laughs> oh my God, when you say, in, in all sincerity, being serious, when you say a sexual request, are you talking like somebody actually asked you to do a drawing of like your know, significant other or something? Yeah, or maybe their wife. And sure. Yeah. Another woman. Or okay, I got you. This then. kind of thing. You know? Yeah. That that seems. Uh, that, yeah, that seems a little a little lowbrow for if if for lack of a better term. So I don't know that there's a lot of famous if, paintings if I can of naked get to do women. it the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. I like to do that, but I don't. Most of the people that want that, they want stark realism. It's you're, almost like porn. There's, yeah, there's no, no right. way. Right. Right. I don't like that. I you won't right. do that. You know, the thing about the an artist, it's your vision is what they're paying for. And if I can work with that, I wish I'd have brought my iPad. I'd give you, I'd show you a perfect example of what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, uh, she's closed. Uh, right? Yeah, know. sure. But, uh, but it's uh, the figure. If you can do an expressive likeness mm-hmm. and uh, you establish a mental aura about the painting that you're doing simply because you try to put yourself in the position of that model. Okay. What she's thinking and doing and why she's doing this and so forth. So you think about. Uh, love and loss. You know, you think about women who have are divorced, or yeah. they've, they've broken up, they've uh, lost their lovers or their husbands or what have you. And there's a mental component there that I like. In dealing with those people, if I can s- start imagining what their thought processes are. So you're saying to express their emotions exactly in the of what they are thinking and why they're thinking it, and uh, I got a lot of paintings upstairs that uh, Lois bought mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. me and uh, all over the walls up there. Oh yeah, oh but, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love yeah. figure work. I love to draw people because I guess it's just like playing golf you always play with your friends you sure know? yeah and uh, when you draw people you draw people that i'll be doing a drawing sometimes have nobody in mind and all at once i can name that person you have a painting that that's i know one of my dad's favorite and, I, and i'm blanking on the actual name but it's the moonshine steel painting mm-hmm. that he has in his office <clears throat> And I asked you once about the gentleman in it, because there's a guy that, for the world, he looks like he's on an African safari. It looks like he has a monocle and a pith helmet. I know that's not quite what he has, but you knew exactly who I was talking about when I mentioned it to you before. And uh, I know that that was one of those creations you said that when you got... No, 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 no. When you got into it, you really started recognizing, and he kind of developed a character as you proceeded in the work. Yeah, and I used him because he helped me run a uh, five-gallon of moonshine off. Nice. Really? Nice. That was I the only time in my life a judge gave me a 25-gallon steel. 
I didn't know you ever made it. Okay. And, uh, like a judge judge? And we ran off of one batch of moonshine. Like, like a real judge? Like oh, a, yeah. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Nice. Court judge. Well, time out. So, <laughs> so this guy in the painting was actually a judge? No, he was not the judge. <laughs> he was just the guy that helped. He was the guy that helped me run the moonshine off. That's so cool. You, so you're a bootlegger. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was a drinker. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's when I, got, I called AA right after that. <laughs> said, well, you drank 25 I, gallons of moonshine? And I said, you've got to, I've still got that steel. No kidding, yeah, really? It's a copper steel. It's a, it was nice. Oh, my God. Well, at this point, <laughs> how old is it? The story of that was that how the judge got it through the court. They busted this couple with it over in Elliott County. And uh, they were cooking on the stove. That's why they used okay. that small 25-gallon. Mm-hmm. It was about like a five-gallon crock. Right, yeah, I got there. you. And uh, so that's how they got the steel. They raided, <laughs> raided that trailer they were in and took their all their equipment. Wow. Now, now when they raid a trailer, they take it's meth. meth. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, things were so much more elegant when it was just moonshine, you know? It doesn't, though. You know, you can almost romanticize the moonshine culture and again i don't drink and that's something i'm very yeah. adamant about i'm actually very anti yeah, but there, there, there's like a there's a culture with the moonshine well, that is so much better our, than meth. it's our history it's, <laughs> yeah. it's literally a huge part of our history i mean it was a trade commodity you know especially it was. And, and during prohibition Still, and stuff you know it was well, that's uh, why we raised corn i believe it I most believe of it went to whiskey i, I, I definitely yeah, I <laughs> believe you, it. you had a mule or two you know you fed but uh corn whiskey Corn whiskey. It's, it's, it's worth a lot more than corn is. So, so when dad honest. when dad used to make his, I didn't realize that you actually had ever been around that. That's funny. That's that's news to me. You know, dad is licensed to do it, and he doesn't do it anymore. But there for a long time, he was doing the demonstration down here at the Mountain Heritage yeah, Festival. I asked him the other day if he was doing any more moonshine. <laughs> the problem was with that is that every skitter jiggy around here would come up and ask for a free sample. You know, they didn't have any interest in the process. They didn't have any interest in the science, and that's mm-hmm. something that he really took to a different level. I did I ruined it for him, didn't I? Oh, you got all these just toothless mouth breathers that come out and say, Hey, Bubby, can I get me a sample of that? And, and just, you know, they come up with stupid cups and stuff and ask for some. And what really, really got to him is some of his hired help would be drinking what's called steel beer. Is that a term you're familiar with, Doug? Ain't that the runoff? No, yeah. no, it's not it's the runoff. Before they, it's before. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's the actual mash. It's the it's, fermented yeah, mash. It's a white liquid. Yep. They would literally, the mash, when it ferments, will develop kind of a cap to it. Yeah. And and these cats would literally, uh, one of his hired help, would take a tin cup and just dunk it right down in there because fermented anything yeah. has an alcohol content. They called it still beer. Now, the runoffs, as you say, that's called the fusel oils. Yeah. That is the, fer- and that's undrinkable. Yeah, that's what uh, like poison. Yeah, right, pretty much. And then, you know, of course, the end of it, you got your back ends, and at that point, it's lost a lot of its alcohol content. And that's just what you put back into the doubler to get blah, 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 so, blah. So, spray so they would drink the fermented corn? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. They, no, they call it steel well, beer. All start, right, excuse my language. That's fucking nasty. <laughs> when you start, you can go to a distillery. Yeah. And and it, when you look at all these glass pipes in there, and they're white, just like it's a white foam. Huh. They're brewing right then, no. and you can drink that beer. That's why they call I it. I bet it beer. tastes terrible, doesn't it? No, it's good. No what? way. Really? I had a. I had a. I didn't realize you've ever tried it. That uh, ran Jim. <laughs> he was vice president of Jim Beam Distilleries in Bardstown. No kidding. And I'd stop every time I was going up through there. Yeah. I'd stop going and see him. And we were sitting there one day, not as my I guess my first time maybe to ever be there when they were distilling in the room they were distilling. In. Sure. 
and uh, I looked at those glass pipes because they can watch it. Yeah, yeah. They can instead of having to go to the spout somewhere and look at it, they can see it all the time. And I said, Don, what's uh, what is all this white stuff you got going through those pipes? He said, uh, that's beer. And I said, beer? He said, yeah, let's get us a drink of it, and I'll show you. And he, he poured us a couple glasses out of a spigot they had there. Wow. Huh. And uh, I sang, going home to Mama, all the way to back to <laughs> So how is the, how's the alcohol content on that, is it? Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right. Good. So it's a, it's, yeah. it's worth a glass. <laughs> oh my <or> two. God. <laughs> that's that's funny, guys. Apparently so. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> the uh, no, that's that's what really did that in though. Is people his hired help was was doing that when they were supposed to be helping him. They're sitting over there getting just sloshed. And then everybody just come up, and, and they didn't want to talk about the history or the science. And he really got into the history. I begged him to teach a class on it, but he never would. Well, it's, I call it, I count this one of Mike Caudle's random Mike Caudle's random hobbies. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really one of them. That's, that's the one between mushrooms and beekeeping, I think. Is it I may have beekeeping the, now? I don't know. I killed them all. He doesn't listen, so it's cool. But they they stung my German Shepherd, and I might have soaked him in gasoline. Oh my god! I don't think he's ever gonna have bees again. Not in that hive, anyway. But oh we, my god! But, but we but we won't talk Holy about Michael that. Michael just lost the farm. <laughs> yep, I just got rode, I just got rode out of the wheel. I'm afraid. Oh my god, so. that's great. Oh my god! Did he do like sorghum at one point too? Sorghum, yeah. He yeah. he still does a little. Well, he grows sugar cane, but nothing ever comes of it. We I usually, remember your dad told me he was growing sugar cane. I just looked at him. You're growing yeah, sugar it cane? usually just kind of. It just yeah, it's I just, just he'll he'll get into something else. So anyway, you know, you you uh, uh, we're going back to the age thing here. You're 87, and I know that you spent a lot of your life away from here, having traveled the way you have and lived all over the country. You know. You have an appreciation, of course, for the culture here. Yeah, it and it's helped. better here. Yeah, I mean, do you? Do you? This is home to me. That's going to say, do you feel better? I mean, do you feel more at ease here than anywhere you've oh, been? Yeah. yeah, I got you. Then now you still maintain a farm though in Moorhead, right? Yes, I, I was thinking you yes. did. I was, or I guess technically Elliottsville is that right? Elliottsville. Always, uh, always get those areas mixed up. We've got a lot of listeners in oh, the Moorhead that, area. That, that's all Moorhead to me. It's all more hit to me. From Salt Lick to, to Grace or to, to Olive Hill is more hit to me. More so. You know, get Olive Hill and they have the Olive Hill sign up. That's more hit. That's him. Does it even matter? Does Olive Hill matter now that the truck stop that was on diner, drivers, diners, drive-ins, and dives closed? Does anybody even care about Olive Hill did, anymore? Did it close? Like 10 years ago, dude. I did not know that. I haven't been to Olive Hill closed, God knows You ain't all. missing nothing. It closed in like 2010 and then become a church for like a year or two. Then they just, That's it, a travesty. They just tore it down this past How year. How wasn't that place make, not making you fortune? Then. Did you see it on the show? How no. nasty it looked, and the no. lady died. The lady that actually oh, there was a there was a truck stop in Olive Hill. Um, oh, what's the name of it? Sunny Valley, Smoky Valley, Smoky Valley truck stop. I've been there. Really? You actually ate there? No. Okay. You wouldn't. You I, wouldn't eat I, there, right? I, I gassed up there. I got you. Uh, <laughs> that was on the TV show, Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives, where they go to all sorts of little, you know, backwoods guy, restaurants. Guy, guy Fieri. 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 So, I can't. Oh, the guy his with name. the the spiked blonde hair and on oh, the Food yeah, Network. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know. Well, he he checked it out, and I'd never seen that episode just the other night, but it was almost ten years ago. And how uh, gross was it? Oh Jesus! Wood paneling on the walls, like grease stains in the booth. It looked it looked pretty rough. <laughs> But, but anyway, yeah, that's that's did he, the did, did he like it? Loved it, but I've never seen him not like anything. That's fair. 
Yeah. It's, it's real. <laughs> yeah, totally understand. So. Yeah. But like I said, you have that, that appreciation because this is home to you. Uh, and I know you're kind of like me as far as being a historian in this area. Are there any stories that stick out in this area that, that I don't know, you could say that you're proud of or that you have some sort of vested interest in? Or they're just hilarious. Yeah, or just, just tell us a cool story. Well, yeah, I got a couple that uh, I can share with you. One deals with Van Buren Bates. I was looking for, I was working with Butch Chaltus. Yeah, yeah, generally. Enactments. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I got on the computer and looked up uh, a paper in St. Louis called uh, St. Louis Leader or okay. World or something. And I got this story of Martin Van Buren Bates from there. They had it, the giant of Letcher County which I thought was the biggest man that ever lived in the eastern part of the state. But I got a picture the other day of a guy that's nine feet tall that they found, they found his skeleton in Clay County. What? What? Nine no. He was nine foot tall. You're kidding me. And uh, But anyway, getting back to Mr. Bates, the story of that from St. Louis was that, uh, of course, he was a captain in the Confederate Army. Yeah. And it, toward the mm -hmm. end of the war, he was in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, some Yankee sympathizers caught his brother out and tortured him and killed him. So when he got the news that his brother had been killed, he sent word by courier back into the over towards your area over mm -hmm. there Floyd. that he said I know who you guys are Ooh. and uh, said you can't run and you can't hide said I'm coming for you and said I'm gonna hang you so he came <laughs> up and he caught those guys and he took them over at Flat Gap down where Flat Gap is it's a door now towards Painesville Right there, going into Virginia. It's right mm -hmm. there on the Virginia line. And he found, yeah. a, there was a big log there. He found that log. And uh, before he hanged the guys, he sent word to all their families. Oh, God. He said, now I'm inviting you to the hanging. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he said, and I would advise you to come. Because if you don't, I'll come back to Kentucky and I'll bring my men up here, and I'll burn your houses, your barns, I'll kill your cattle, and I may just kill you too. Oh, my God. And wow. uh, so he took those guys, and they fixed the log across above the pole, above the big log. The gallows and stuff, yeah. Stood them on there, and he hanged them. <laughs> All by himself? So, no, he, he had some men. Oh, I'm about to say, wow. He had, some, he had some troops with him. But anyway, when it was all over, he said, now, one other thing I want to leave with you, since we're all just close friends now, <laughs> is that I may be going back to Virginia. I don't know how long I'll be gone. It may be three months. It may be a year. I don't know. The war is almost over. But when I come back through here, if those skeletons are not hanging where I left them, right here, the oh five God. of them, I will burn your houses, and I will kill half of your families and all of your livestock. <laughs> Holy God, this guy! And uh, this guy's crazy. And that's 
<laughs> and that's why when he, when the war ended, he knew that somebody would kill him from ambush. Yeah. They'd ambush him because they couldn't do anything with him. Otherwise, you know, he was <clears throat> held eight foot tall, riding on an 18 hand perching horse he took from a sure. farmer and up in uh, the east over there in Massachusetts when what, the war what, what, first started. Like a, like a Clydesdale? And the Yankees would say, no, it was a, it was a, a running horse. Oh, Jesus, really? That's what, it's and that the big? Yankees would say that when he would come across the battlefield <clears throat> on that horse, and he had two pearl-handled pistols handmade oh, wow. that were 70 caliber. 70, wow. That's a, 70 that's a, caliber. That's like shooting a bazooka. I was going to say, they've not used anything that big since like the uh, Revolutionary War, yeah, like the brown a, bass musket. And uh, yeah, that was a 50 caliber. And they said when he came across the battlefield, he looked like 50 men and fought like 200. That's pretty awesome. I, I know a little trivia about him, actually. He had a wife that oh, was yeah. taller than him. I was getting too Oh, I'm sorry. Story. Forgive me. Forgive me. <laughs> so when he, when he figured out that they would kill him after the war, he left... Kentucky, uh-huh. as he went through Cincinnati, Barnum and Bailey Circus was in yeah. town. So he went to the circus, and they hired him right then because of his size. Well, Bad John Wright was with him, and he was a trick shooter from horseback. Bad John was. So then in the circus, they traveled all the way into the, uh, Europe a lot. But anyway, he met Anne Swan in Nova Scotia. That was his wife? I didn't that know her name. That was his wife. And there, she was taller than he was. He was really about an inch shy of eight feet, and she was eight feet. Jesus. And their first baby at birth weighed 28 pounds. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus, man. <laughs> wow. And anyway, they went. They were in England when they got married, and Queen Victoria married them in her palace. Wow, that's, that's how amazing. They were as surface. surface oh my before. God, that's amazing! And uh, she gave them two watches that were as big as saucers, gold watches, <laughs> handmade at that time. That's that's a unreal wow. man. From Lutcher, he's it's from Letcher County. Yes, yes. Did, now, so I, where did his bloodline end? Now the baby didn't live, did it? No. I'm saying no. I read that at some point. The baby didn't. Their second live. child lived with a little bit. Oh, a, a short time, I think. But it was something like it was smaller. It was something like seventeen or eight. Oh yeah, little itty bitty. It's a premium man. It's a pre- but he wow. built a house up in Ohio there. Uh, I'll think of the name of the little town if there it leaves me sometimes. But anyway, he built a house, and the ceilings were 14 foot tall. Jesus. The doorways were like 12, 15 foot Oh, my tall. God. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't walk through any of these doors, you know. Wow. That's wild. That's <laughs> absolutely wild. And I did a drawing of them with, with but, for Butch Charlton and some work he was doing book he was writing so he actually wrote a book about him yeah okay well they were he had it was on the cover of the book sure oh wow so you illustrated the cover yeah i didn't even realize that wow and uh that was interesting to learn about mr bates no that is that's something <laughs> I, I remember I didn't, I didn't know any of this 
And then Bad John Wright was kind of just an outlaw around yeah. here, but he he uh, he's actually buried in Pound, Virginia, Didn't just he, right across the state line. Was he the guy that robbed banks? No. Okay. No, he was a U.S. Marshal. He's, oh, he's like Matt call. Dillon. But uh, if I'm not he's mistaken, from Matt Dillon of Letcher County. <laughs> he was a U.S. Marshal, but he was a little bit on the dirty side, wasn't well, he? Well, he he just when he went after you, he got you. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> you know. if I'm not mistaken, that's some distant kin to us, isn't it? Isn't, oh, isn't, yeah, isn't he's, he's through I'm the right there? to him. Yeah. Okay. He's my grandmother. What? Holly Wright. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is. And Andy Wright. Yeah. That was his. That is actually pretty cool. In that family to some, some extent. Mm. I don't know exactly how close. That's pretty wild, actually. I didn't realize mm. that. Mm. Pretty wild. So. Martin Van Buren. Mm. And the other story I was going to tell you. Oh, yeah. You might use it sometimes about Fess Whitaker. Okay. Is during the Spanish-American War. Now help me they out were, here. I'm a little confused. Who was Fess Whitaker? He was just a local a guy from Letcher County. Okay, great. Lived on Line Four. Awesome. Really. And anyway, he was in that conflict. Uh, okay. The Spanish-American War. There wow. In Cuba, and he's he would tell the story. Said they were they were they launched their attack, and when they got to the top of San Juan Hill. They knew they had the enemy defeated and said, my commanding officer looked over at me. He said, Fess, after the job we've done here today, one of us should be president. And he thought for a minute, he said, and he said, well, Teddy, Teddy <laughs> he said, Teddy, I'll tell you what, you take that job. Because all I've ever wanted to be is jailer of Ledger County. <laughs> and he was drunk in jail the day of the election. And at the end of the day, when they counted the votes and he had won, he told him to bring him the key and he let himself out of jail. Oh, see, that's great. Man, oh, man. The, the depth of just, like I said, that, that type of culture, I love those kind of stories, man. You, you can't you get enough of them. You know, we've taken up so much of your time tonight. I can't begin to thank I've you enough. I've your guys. No, sir. No, good, sir. I've had a good time. If, if, I've enjoyed the hell out of it. it. Maybe, maybe you want to join us again someday. Oh, I would. I'd now, be glad to. Dude, I'd, I'd love to have you. We're going to go ahead and sign off with that aspect of it. You know, Doug Adams, uh, a renowned artist, 87-year-old, the oldest living-in-class educator in Kentucky. A lot of you guys may want to look up some of his work. If you have any more questions about his work, that's something I'm kind of an aficionado of, and I would love to answer them. Thank you for sharing some time with us tonight. We really it's appreciate it. It's been my it. pleasure meeting you guys and talking with you. It's been, it's been fun. I love to talk about what you're So this fat stripper, did she climb the pole? She did climb the pole. Holy fuck. She wasn't as agile as the skinny strippers, but God love it, she tried. Did you give her money for the God love it, she tried part? I think I gave her like $16. (laughs) I wonder if I made it rain with like $16. Is this related to the off-air story, I believe? Um, Yes. Kinda, sorta. Okay, (laughs) okay. Yeah, we had a little bit of a delay there from the time Uncle Doug left to now. Are fat strippers a thing anywhere else, though? I don't know, but she Dude, she I had appreciate the heart. a chubby girl. I'm, I'm no, no, we're girl. not saying chubby. We're saying fat. She was somewhere in between me and uh, Shay. Me and Shay. Yeah, so, so I'm 310 pounds. I'm 210. <laughs> so that's a large. I'm gonna say she was a woman. solid 250. That's a lot of woman. It was. That's not chubby, man. But she wouldn't get chubby. full nude either, though. What? Like all the other strippers was like completely naked. She wouldn't do it. 
What? I don't understand why. No nibs? No. What the fuck? You gave her $16? I feel bad for her. There was no, like everybody left the front stage. There was nobody up there. And she was trying. (laughs) Would you go back? No. (laughs) If I tell you there's a place that's bad, it's probably pretty fucking bad. (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh, I've lived in sketchy establishments my entire adult life, and I've been fine with them up until this one. Desperate times calls for desperate measures. Well, the bad part is come New Year's, every bar was shut down. I was like, man, what are we going to do? We can go back to your house, or we can go to the Emerald Club. Man, let's just go back to your house. (laughs) So I think you, Emerald you, Club is the most generic name for a strip club. I've it really is. <laughs> well, let, me paint this, let me paint a picture. Let me paint a picture for you. Pull in the parking lot. Yeah, it's gravel parking lot. Oh, that means you should not. I'm pretty sure it was there. painted like in the eighties, and they've never done any maintenance to it. Holy shit! They have holes in the walls. You go through the front door. Yeah, they have to buzz you through the second door. So bad. Right. The so bouncers, you know, bad. every strip club I've ever been to, you know, the bouncers. They wear pretty nice clothes for the most part. They these were skitter jiggies <laughs> or hybrids. <laughs> it's hard to say which one, huh? Well, okay, let me paint the picture for you. and You tell me. Okay. Probably someone about mine and your size, maybe a little bigger, yeah. hanging out of the bottom of a white t-shirt, blue jeans, and boots. So, what wow. kind of boots? Yeah, that's actually a good question. We talking not Baramas, but. <laughs> Like, you know, like a the little short, like, light tan brown boots with the laces. Kind of like, like really white, boots. Yeah, like white trash boots. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what those are. Someone fill me in. What? Yeah, you don't know what work boots. You, you don't. You I don't do that, that kind of stuff. No, we, you're not. It's just going to be honest. I don't do that kind of stuff. We, we're talking man, man boots. You buy at oh. Walmart. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man boots. Wolverines? Is that what they said? Baramas. No, Wolverines are actually good. Brahmas? Is that the Walmart brand? Yeah, dude. I actually yeah, like I the Brahma so. slip-ons. I ain't going to lie. I had a pair of Brahmas steel-toed and like... I swear, they were size 14, and I think the steel toe in it was size 10 and a half because it curled into both my big toes. <laughs> yeah. Anytime, anytime anything would touch me, it was like a medieval torture device. It was terrible. <laughs> but they were like $14 on clearance sale. I thought I was so... You see why they was on clearance sale. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Never buying a pair of those again. <laughs> no, they were, they were pretty rough. I got red wings that I love, but I save them for dressy occasions. And I don't know why because they're just red wings, but it makes me feel like, I don't know, Classy when I wear my red wings out. I don't know. I do like Doc Martens though. That's I, a nice I started to say one. I have a pair of Doc Martens. Yeah, I got that nobody of... never sees me in because Dressy. I wear I wear shorts and I just don't think that shorts and boots go together. Right. No, <laughs> no, gotcha. Comes to the classy occasions, I, I have a pair of Birkenstocks. Yep. I don't even know what the hell that is. Birkenstocks, like the boat shoes? No, the Spearies. Birkenstocks. No, he's got some hay dudes. They're they're fancy leather shoes. Yeah, yeah. Really fancy. So high class shoes. Think of the prissiest girl you ever dated, Farva. Chances are her boyfriend before you had Birkenstocks. Was she rich? Those things were like three hundred. Wait, I have never dated a classy lady. Oh bullshit! I've seen you with a couple of Karens. No. Well, okay. Uh-huh. They have the swoop and everything. Uh-huh. Recently, too. Jesus, yeah. come on. Okay, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I need to speak to your manager. <laughs> oh, my God. You mini truck people are entirely too loud. That is true. Man, that, Actually, was... no, that's not her kind of people. <laughs> like, what uh, was wrong with them? Then she don't matter. Oh, no. Hey, do what... I let you say, Lee? What's that? If they're on mini truck or they don't matter? No, we pulled up. 
And she wouldn't even get up to talk to anybody. I'm an anarchist and a sociopath. Nobody fucking matters to me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We pulled up in a group of mini truckers, and she's like, this is not my kind of people. Wouldn't oh, get God, out and talk you didn't to tell me she said that. Yeah, like, wouldn't get out and talk to anybody. Her out of the car. She said, this isn't my kind of people. Yeah, I'd have been like, she, get to walking. That's a long God. walk home. No, it, it, well, I mean, yeah. God, you know what's the, real bad, though? Is for the record, your... me not having headphones on is, is flipping me out. There's four of us in here tonight, and I'm the short straw. Uh, I don't have headphones on, so I don't even know how I sound right now. You sound good. Sound good. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, no well, I'm not getting the cues, though. I'm not feeling like I'm part of the conversation. <laughs> it's like I'm phoning it in on a can and a string or something. Do you want to sit back? Um, the uh, you know we did something a little bit different tonight, and we brought in somebody that was not a mini truck influence per se, but I hope that the content you know was appealing. Man, ain't nothing to, to worry about. That was good content. I mean, it's talking about nude. It was, well, nude modeling. Yeah, yeah that, I, I thought it was awesome. If you could keep awesome. my ADDS. Yeah. Uh, entertained. entertained, then it was pretty good. Did it keep you decently entertained? It did. Well, good. If it can keep you and Jeremy I was actually going to ask him if he what, what he did during the Union Wars. But he just kept talking about other stuff. So, You know, I wish uh, I wish that had come up a little bit more because he, he was teaching a Moorhead then, though, during still, the 70s one. So. Still, mm-hmm. he had family back here and shit. He knew well, that's he had true. To, that's he true. had to at least hear about what was getting blown up and who was getting killed. You know, I hate that the good bar <laughs> stories were after we stopped recording. Yeah, you probably didn't That's, tell those on there. Right. Those are probably are, are, best, are best not to preserve, but uh, we enjoyed it. So it's, it's amazing how many people have those kind of stories that you can kind of, you know, identify with. So that, the question, can you be friends with somebody that actually says they ain't my kind of people? We're, we're no longer together. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She, was a, yeah, she didn't make it much longer. We, we all, we all... Not that my opinion mattered, but none of us approved. So, <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I asked her, I said, why don't you get out and just talk to him? I would have still I been said, in his wedding. some pretty good people. But, yeah, you know, I'm glad that didn't happen. I would have I totally been in his wedding, but I would have sit there and just kind of stared the whole time. You'd really far? Ma- he didn't even come to my you're wedding. Gonna, you're going to marry him. He didn't come to mind <laughs> but either. But you did make up for it. He, he didn't come to mind either. <laughs> I have no excuse for not going to shades. <laughs> he really doesn't. He just didn't The come. original excuse was that I was going to DJ a show. That day yeah, on Shay's way. And, and, and playing before Shay even told me. Shay didn't invite but me. But then they canceled the show. I didn't know you far, and I, I forgot. You. And you would actually made Lee come. <laughs> Dude, yes, I he sh- does. I showed up looking good. <laughs> it was one time. Back to Roadhead. <laughs> Gaggle reflex. Hey, Farva's been to a wedding or three with me. I have. At least two. You were my plus one one time. And, I, and you were my plus one recently. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Even though I was officiating the wedding. But uh, it's still same thing. Same principle. It's <laughs> close to just didn't come. Let's just go. He just yeah, don't, he don't yeah. come to weddings. It was the only wedding I've ever been to that had a bagged Cadillac as a focal piece of the That decoration. was pretty cool. That was kind of cool, actually. I have to admit. My buddy's bagging a Cadillac. Uh, Michael? No, Shane. I don't He's know. He's got my club. Okay. He's got a sixties uh, model. I think but I don't know. Speaking, I don't, of, I don't know anything about. Speaking Cadillacs. of bagging a vehicle, so Jeremy, I need oh. your help. Are really you get a proposition <laughs> online? This oh, is, yeah. the, this this is, is the best place awkward. to do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I am. I'm that kind of asshole. This is awkward. <laughs> wow. So, are you are you bagging that extreme? No, I'm going to bag the pizza truck. Oh, okay, okay. And Jeremy's going to do it for me. We're going to bag both of them. No, okay. no, the extreme yeah. will not be touched. The the extreme will be touched. Are, are you bagging it on bagging it to like twenties? No. I've been, posting, I've been uh. posting a lot of pictures here recently uh, on 
Instagram. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, like you have. Facebook. You've actually been using social media. I was actually years. shocked, dude. I got I got my shit busted for it the other day. I still don't have Instagram. I don't remember who called me out on it, uh, but it was, I was so bored. I drove all the way to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, which I was not a fan of, by the way. I did not like Chapel Hill whatsoever. In fact, I didn't really care for Central North Carolina. I just felt very out of place. But it was so awesome when I started getting closer on the way home. I come into a town called Old Fort, North Carolina. And it was this badass little town, decorated for Christmas still, because uh, it was New Year's Eve. Yeah. Decorated for Christmas still. Uh, and I just drove through the town. It was like the first time I started seeing mountains at night. So I started to feel home, you know, because I've been on the road for, hold on, it took me six hours to get down there, and I've been on the road for like another three hours on the way back. And I was going to Pigeon Forge that night. I just went on to Pigeon Forge. So it was a 12-hour, 13-hour round trip. It was a long time. I was getting a little stir-crazy. But it was pretty awesome because I just I seen this little town, Old Fort, and they had like this big ass monument of an arrowhead and an old train station and just really neat history stuff. So I started, you know, bebopping down the street and taking pictures of shit and following them up on Instagram. And I don't remember who it was now, but somebody busted my ass. We're like, hey, look at you. You're doing social media like a teenage girl. <laughs> so, yeah. Please tell, social media. Please tell me you said fuck them. No, not at all, because I thought it was kind of funny and, and uh, they were cool about it. No, it was, it was one of our good listeners. Um, Oh, sorry, good listener. Yeah, sorry, good listener. But anyway, we only have eight and a half of them, man. We, no, we, we, we really got correct. <laughs> but anyway, that being said, uh, but it was so nice to get back in the mountains. Oh my god! But I was doing social media. But see, not that. I don't care about that. Even though I did post a picture of a glass bottle of Mountain Dew with cane sugar in it in front of a grocery store. I'm really store. jealous because those are delicious. It was amazing, and the grocery store was cool because I really wanted a shirt. Why didn't you bring Shay one? Yeah, why didn't you bring Shay one? He sitting over there drinking a ski. I brought from Western Kentucky. I would rather have the ski. I'm dead serious. Yeah, it's ski yeah. taste is not ski is not. No, good. you don't know. Ski's no, nasty no, as fuck. I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> it, it's not delicious. for me. That does not make me feel good. I mean, I don't like the way it makes my head feel. I've drank moonshine. That's better than that. The worst drink, soft drink I've ever had in my entire life is L8. L8 tastes like medicine you're forced to take. It's like, hey, you like ginger ale? Do you like antibiotics? Let's combine them. <laughs> How about vitamin you F? Know. Do you like the taste of vitamin F and salt? You know, let's throw that in there as well. That's just think about it. The more you drink of it, the more you like it. God, it made my head hurt so bad. Stephen that works with me, yeah, he like he's, I've got him on a constant retainer to warn me to never drink L A again. <laughs> like, hey Lee, you remember that time in Owsley County where you were like just a migraine the whole way home? Yeah, that's because of L A. Don't drink that. That is awful. <laughs> it's like it's like they take all the bad things. Well, of course, I don't like Central Kentucky, but they take all the bad things from Central Kentucky. Like, you know, uh, hell, bourbon backings and racehorse piss and ginger <laughs> ale and marijuana. And they just combine it all. This big slurry. And like, it's a light one. No, God, that's just that's just. You, if you think that one's bad, you should try the cherry one. It's like they mix antibiotics, ginger ale. Right, yeah. And uh, horse cherry, piss. Cough, cherry cough syrup. So, horse piss. You got to add that in there. Horse piss. Don't forget that. Yeah. yeah. So right. right out of a The social a media thing, I was actually going somewhere with a minute ago. My ADD kicked in. Um, talking about Favre's new extreme. I was posting a lot of show pictures here recently, and I found, and I don't know that they're interest to people, and often I'm afraid of bothering people. I'm afraid that I'm, like, wasting their time when I post these old show pictures and stuff. But anyway, you know, I'll, I'll throw a few up every day, and I found some from just a small show back when I was in Bonsai many, many years ago. Uh, a bunch of us had went to a show in Moorhead, and it was not a mini-truck <clears throat> show at all. But it was a big show, 100, 150 cars, something like that. It was a beautiful location. It was at the uh, Twin Knobs Recreation Area there on Cave Run Lake. and it's just, 150 cars. Yeah, give or take. And, and, and again, it's been almost 20 years ago. Hmm. But the mini presence was just unreal. And that's the thing about small shows back then that I missed so bad. Uh, you used to be able to go to any show. And let's say Eastern Kentucky, just as an example. Yeah. Any show in Eastern Kentucky, if it had 100 cars, 
I guarantee you there'll be 15 minis or sport compacts there. Guarantee it. Oh, oh yeah. 20 yeah. years ago, 15 years ago, 10 yeah. years ago. That's a that's not the case now. <clears throat> yeah. No. Uh, no. And, it, it's, and, and it's so depressing. But I'm not saying, you know, just the bodied stuff, just the magazine quality stuff. Hell, I was so happy to see, you know, like Farvis in his stock extreme. I was so happy to see a clean stock extreme that some kid is proud of. You know, I, you know that brings me to the thing, you know, the – the older crowd that had the classics, you know, they're really big onto the stock thing. And I can see, I can understand it to an extent. Like, I, I'm a stock ranger. All the interiors mint. I'd love that shit. Yeah. I'd love Any it. day. Mm-hmm. But well, I'm not a ranger to, because who wants that kind of shit? The thing Most I love. Most of us that like vehicles that run. The thing I loved about the pizza or the, <laughs> the thing I love so much about the pink truck when I had it. You yeah. remember that pink truck? The thing I love so much Should about the pink truck of it. was no, the interior. It was, nice it was just cherry. It was just perfectly clean. The air conditioning worked. The heat worked. The dash wasn't cracked. I could vacuum it and wipe it down, and it just was comfortable. And that's a beautiful thing. It, it didn't really smell is. weird. It didn't have weird noises. I didn't. My feet didn't get hot from the road, which got, you know. Got rid of the bad truck why you ever that? had. Why, why is that? Why, Probably. Why is the floor, oh I know why is the floorboard on on old trucks start getting really fucking hot? Because I rip the carpet out of everything, so there's nothing yeah, between I do that my too. yeah yeah that, and that little yeah. pad that's under it too. Should oh. drove the General yeah, Lee. That thing's always molded or some <laughs> shit of that nature. Dude, the, when I buy a cheap vehicle, the first thing I do is rip that carpet out because you know at some point something nasty is happening in that car. Oh, absolutely. It could be human or animal. We don't know. <laughs> don't ask either. Yeah, don't ask exactly. But there's but you some can't help nastiness. The what? It's always in the back you of your can't mind. Help question it that's why you gotta get rid of it yeah. well good point <laughs> that's why you gotta get rid of it well i pull it out every time and and like the pizza truck that you're buying no carpet uh the truck oh why you gotta say that for <laughs> because it don't have any carpet oh no. you believe me the guy you bought he bought it from you don't want no fucking carpet <laughs> <laughs> carl <laughs> <laughs> oh that truck was can the I, one can, I see I how you don't have anymore can i tell the butt block can i tell the story about what you left me to hear on there now I don't care. Okay, so he actually bought this. That this truck. show is so completely off the rails. It don't really. Matter. So he bought. Well, I tried to talk about mini trucks, and as soon as I did, you cut well, me I off was, with Jeremy. Well, no, I was trying to talk about mini trucks too because I was talking about how much I missed the. You're okay. all cutting me no, off right now. Carl, come wait. Damn it! I'm no. going back to this late show. But no, it was so cool <laughs> back. You know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. God, that sounds awful to say. Um, although. I've known you almost that long, yeah. Jeremy. I'm pointing at you. <laughs> um, but anyway, that many years ago, any show you went to is going to have a mini presence, and I can even break it down. Here, let me give you an example. If you went to a, okay, let's say we're going to Mountainville, Kentucky, in small town county. This, neither of those are real places, but just go with me here. <laughs> and it's the Mountainville High School, hell, I don't know, archery team, car, truck, and bike show, derp, derp, derp. There's going to be 100 cars, which you don't see anymore, but used to, you did. There's going to be 100 vehicles. Of those vehicles, there's going to be 20 mini trucks or compacts. And mm-hmm. I'll break it down for you. There's going to be 12 club. There's going to be one club there, a local club. It has 11 or 12 members. Let's say, well, you know, no, I don't want to say Twisty Boys because that's entirely too 2020. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do something 2008 here. Let's do psychotic impressions. Oh, I was, ex- I was going to actually say psychotic. Okay, well, psychotic impressions, but S Y K O T I K X. Oh yeah, impressions with a Z, and there's probably the number three in there somewhere. Okay, so psychotic impressions. Twisty boys. There no. Wait till you know. Wait I've been waiting for that club to pop up. So you got psychotic impressions. S Y K O T I. Don't even try to spell it. I can't do it again. And they roll in with eleven or twelve vehicles. They have one bagged vehicle bunch of hammered stuff, some import stuff, very, a lot of stereo work, 
probably a lot of lights, a lot of interior work. Okay, oh, yeah. so you get the idea. Uh, then you've got five or six, I'm going to say stragglers. And what I mean by that is, is you've got the 50-year-old man who has a 2-3 drop S10 on 14-inch wires. And it has tweed because he had tweed 10 years before that in mm-hmm. his square body. Mm-hmm. I okay. love that. I'm a tweed fanatic. Yeah. And you got and you got, and you got several like that. Um, I, I don't, I dig, I dig. I'm, I'm right with I'm, you. I'm, 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 I'm with Farvel on no. this one. Well, in all sincerity, I think that's because you and I have been in it so long. Tweed was cool when we got in it. I think Tweed's not, still see, cool. I don't think I don't see how Tweed's ever been cool. I think okay. I, I Tweed like is nostalgia cool. I don't cool. want it, but I love to look at it. But then, I just like so you got you got one big club. You got one big local club, and chances are you're not going to see them in any major shows. No. That's the other thing that always kind of puzzled me is you go to Mountainville in small town county Kentucky, and you don't have you know psychotic. Did I say impressions? Psychotic impressions <laughs> with S Y K O T I X Q F. Anyway, CDF impressions. <laughs> so you got them, and and you probably you will never see them at a national show. Yeah. But those guys will, will bomb every show in that area. But you, you know, know what? That's the thing. You we got, we're not we're not really in an area where people have tons of money. So driving to a show like that is most. Of, and those kids you're talking about, they're probably young. I'd say mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah, early twenties. Yeah, absolutely. The oldest ones in early twenties. Yeah, and the, the youngest member is probably still in high school. Probably, probably still in high school. They don't have money to drive. And, and that's his shows. only vehicle, and he is so freaking proud of that. And he shines. Well, we've all in been high there. Parking lot. We've all oh God, there. absolutely. And, and uh, I I took my I entered my truck stock into many of shows. So you got the young club. You got psychotic impression. F X three, and uh, and then you've got the stragglers. You've got you know the older people or the lone wolves, if you will. And then you're gonna have one random superstar there, like maybe the guy I don't know from negative. It's usually me that just has a family member, <laughs> and he just come in for the weekend, you know, or somebody that just. And those are the ones you know that were going to be a big inspiration to those younger guys. Well, you also and have the, like the the old guy that shows up that's been in the scene so long, and he's like, I just wanted to bring it out today. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, you'll have that one guy. We'll put him. I have seen that in Harlan. We'll put him in Prestonsburg. I've seen it many times in Harlan. Uh, Merlin Bradley and is that the uh, one man you've talked about? That's that is the one you and I talked about, and also that purple S10 from uh, from Benham. I know. Lynch. Yeah. I know. I know the, the truck. convertible with the overheater grill in it. The purple with the Texas tail. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, anybody that convertible makes a truck convertible, they got balls. That was an older guy too. Yeah, uh, he was. He was fifties. I'd say ten years ago he was probably in his fifties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I ain't seen that truck in probably ten years either. I haven't either. But he cruised it once or twice there within the last ten years. But no, that's kind of the breakdown you got. And of course, those feed off each other. The stragglers, you know, they're cool. They provide a little advice. The one that come out of the woodwork, you know, he's informing the new kids. The new kids are looking at the him. They're looking at the the superstar over there and just getting inspired and stuff. And it's an Ouroboros, man. It's, it's your snake eating its own tail. It's a continuous cycle. Don't forget about the little asshole that knows everything, too. There's always one of those, but chances are he drives a cougar and it's on tri-fans. <laughs> I'm basing this off somebody in Prestonburg. <laughs> but I met at a show at a dealership there beside Tractor Supply before Tractor Supply was there many years ago. It was some random just hybrid. And uh, he it had a... Prestonburg? Yeah. Yeah, Prestonburg. Painful. Painful. I'm sorry. That's and he had... It's the same damn town to me. It's like we're talking about more hip. That's, that's insulting. <sighs> we're we're yeah. better than Paintsville. We're more hipster. Ooh. I'm that's just fucking with so you. Pr- that's so, really so like, you're like, Paintsville, they got raped by Whitesburg. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's the same thing, yes. Yeah, we're going to give you the hipster. Why, when did Whitesburg become so fucking hipster? This whole street down here turned hipster all of a sudden. <sighs> What's wrong, man? Don't you like watercolor tattoos and like... It's a watercolor 
No, I'm not, I'm not going to rag. He actually does some good work. <laughs> anyway, but no, man, you just don't see that kind of show breakdown anymore. Like, as an example, uh, I didn't go to any small shows last year, which is really makes me feel well, kind most, of... most of them were canceled. But the year before, I went to several, and, like, you'd go, and it's just a bunch of old cars. And that's fine. I'm not ragging on old cars. You know, I'm not a huge old car fan. There are some exceptions, and I can appreciate work in anything. Um, but I'm just, as a, as a general, you know, example, I'm just not a big old car fan. That being said, though, when there's nothing but old cars, where's the variety? Where's the inspiration? And that's what I hate seeing. So, like, far of here, him buying that new Extreme, shit, man, wax that motherfucker and take it out to a show or a cruise night or something. And if somebody says shit to you, say, motherfucker, I've been in this scene for 15 years. You can suck it. God, yeah. I haven't I haven't took anything like that in years to a show. This is- so what? In high school, I would, I'd say. Man, I, 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 I'd I rock would, it. I, would, I mean, I'm going to. This I love year, stock will just drop all, I'm, all I'm rocking this year <clears throat> is a is going to be a blazer with a two three drop. Oh, I'll and have we'll, something bagged for mini nets. Jeremy's looking at me like you a full shit. Right? <laughs> yep. Jeremy will have me something bagged for mini nats. Let me rephrase. <laughs> Jeremy give three weeks in your truck and turn to Jamie fucking Kelly, man. The man's going to be shooting fire and everything. <laughs> we just need it bagged very simple. I don't like simple stuff, though. But that's what I'm going for, though. It's the clean. my truck simple. was supposed to have been simple. Yeah, that was... It was a, supposed to have been a full-out daily. Okay, if I just bring you <laughs> limited parts and limited money, then we can't go crazy. Would you say unlimited money? No, limited. Oh, God, I, I, I thought he said unlimited. I thought he said unlimited. <laughs> I heard unlimited. No, 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 you did not. But so, you don't see that anymore, though. Like, a, But I don't know why that, why that is, why you don't see more stock vehicles showing up anymore. Oh, okay. Even at local shows. If you go to a local show, do you see a stock? Okay, well, think about this for a second, though. Very seldom. Ten years ago, how how much easier was it to acquire a mini truck than it is now? Oh, my God. That wasn't full of rust? It's a lot easier. It was because they were still still making Rangers all the way to 2000 and... uh, At least 11. Yeah, 2011 was last year. We don't count Rangers. They're trash. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even count them. When we talk minis, there's only... You suck. Rangers <laughs> are not. Now, keep in mind, Farvis had bagged Rangers before. They're uh, trash. What Ranger did you have again? I don't talk about it because it's trash. <laughs> mm-hmm. I that, hear you. That being said, you know, I'm not a big Ranger fan. But at the same time, they were the last many left. And you got to give a lot of credit for that. Um, and I wish they still made them. And I don't know what monstrosity Wait, well, they got Tacoma's now. still around. They, they what they you count yet? Tacoma no. went mid-size, didn't they? Well, yeah. Ranger went mid-size, too. After that 90... Uh, you had the Colorados, yeah, which Colorado. they went they I'm went, they went full-size. They didn't no. go you, mid-size. Well, Frontier, you can oh, still consider look, Frontier. Look, yeah, yeah Frontier. Frontier. What, what is it about that S10 guys despise Colorado? I hate Colorados. I like Colorados. What'd you say? I hate Colorado. It's not a S10. guys do. No, I like you know what else I hate? Really? Yeah, I, I like trailblazers too for the same damn reason. I hate a trailblazer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't like blazers though either. Now you gotta remember though, S ten did have a trailblazer. Mm-hmm. They did. As a package for mm-hmm. blazers, yeah. That was actually a really good interior. I like them interiors. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know Square body ever. ones? Mm-hmm. We're talking about no, no, no. Round body? Round body. 04, 05, the last two years? Uh, uh, yes. They I actually did. came with diamond stitched interior. Oh, I forgot the Holy diamond shit, for real? He's yes. Right. Those are I don't think I've ever I've seen I've never even heard of these. Badass. Hard to find. You know, uh, you all are not Ford people, obviously. But hey, let me ask you a question. <laughs> yes, go ahead. I don't have headphones on. How is this Ford people working? Are we just jumping all over each oh, other? Oh, that's pretty good. Is it, oh, okay, cool. It's a good discussion. Because I didn't even know the Trailblazer uh, I didn't existed. It's, they overlapped with the production Trailblazer. It was a trim package on the Blazer Blazer. 
But then they also made a trailblazer for a couple of years. So they put the interior that was in the trailblazer into the SD. Dude, I don't know that I've ever no. been inside a trailblazer. Was, I don't know. It was different. Yeah, no, really? yeah trailblazer interior yep. does not look anything like the trailblazer S10. Two completely different species. Really? Mm-hmm. How many, yeah. Do they not make very many of them or something? Trailblazers only made them for a few years, didn't they? Well, no, the Trailblazer, Trailblazer S10. Oh, okay. Yeah, they only made very limited of them, as far as I know. I mean, it it was like a two-year difference Wait, there. So, is that more rare than a Cyclone? Uh, probably not. Okay. <laughs> never, at least I've heard of Cyclones. I've never even heard of the Trailblazer interior. Have you heard of a Typhoon? Yeah. Jonathan Butler has the Typhoon panels, I think. That's the only ones I've ever seen in person. What? The we went, diamond stitch door panels. We went to pull apart one year, and I could kick my ass for not buying it. But there was one down there that had the complete interior. What is wrong? From with the door panels to the seats with their embroidered oh. S10 Trailblazer on the headrest, black leather, white stitching, beautiful. Really? Yes. Oh my god, that blows. And you could <laughs> and, and you could have got the seats for like twenty five dollars a piece, so fifty bucks and two seats. Another fifteen twenty dollars in door panels, but I I've never had anything ninety eight and up. I'm a sucker Have for really a ninety six and ninety seven. That's so funny. You're literally the. I used to be the same way, and then I started driving ninety eights and just really enjoyed a lot of the little features. You know, well the dashes aren't made out of paper mache and other crumbly seven twenty ashtray parts. <laughs> He's got a point on that. <laughs> on a ninety four to ninety seven S ten dash, the upper dash, if you look at it, you can watch it. Crack. I thought the I thought the stock S ten dash was made of metal. It is, and they only made it in two years, 1959 and 1960. <laughs> right. That is a stock S10. And it comes with that weld line down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> weld line? <laughs> you know, I, uh, I actually ran my dash in the truck of many colors, bare metal, for a while. I mean, it still had the old paint on it, but all the places we ground off and cut, I ran it like that for a long time. You know, I have pictures of it like that, right? Do you really? Mm-hmm. That's funny, because I, I really... It was ones that you had actually sent me driving down the road of it like that. Like it was like the day after it was sectioned and put in. What are talking about, Jeremy? What? Okay, guys, I can't see anything. I can't or hear anything. I think it's the the interior. Uh, Trailblazer package interior. Interesting. I always like finding about these random packages that trucks came in. They had a a package for a Ranger called an STX package for a round body, and they're so rare and stuff that I tried to buy just the front bumper, even a replica doesn't exist there's no way to even buy any of the parts around but yeah. there's this old man in whitesburg that has a red one that's in mint condition that goes to walmart in it all the time speaking of creepy old men and skitter jiggies um do you see the fucker that that uh stopped answering the phone calls from shannon bullis about that ranger gt they found him i just i just seen that Ra- was this the yellow one yeah yeah, yeah. He, I, actually, he actually i seen the rant me. where he had posted oh. on which one well, he called me i think wednesday night he's like what are you doing this weekend i'm like what do you need me to do he's like well i've got to work saturday and i want this truck and, and would you mind going to get it to me and, yeah i don't care one bit I said, why can't you come get a Sunday? He said, well, this dude refuses to do business on the Lord's Day, and he's very adamant about Are you no dead business. fucking Are you serious? No, I'm dead fucking serious. Holy fuck, that's a stupid reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, then, you know, Lord this, Lord that. Then he stopped being an adult and answering Shannon's calls and pulled the ad down. Fucking skitter jiggy. I mean, that, that, that drives me crazy, that was a rare, That's a rare truck. It's a GT model. It was, yeah. And that's I seen that he wasn't too happy about it. No, he wasn't, because that guy was weird as shit. He didn't take, because Shannon said, I'll pay you right now. And, you know, I'll send a buddy to come get it Saturday. 
And hell, I would have went that night. I mean, if he'd really wanted it, but the guy was going to promise to send him some pictures in the morning and blah, blah, blah. And then just stopped answering the calls. Hell, I had the same thing happen to me today. Yeah. Uh, Blazer. Yes. Hell yes. I, I think I've sent it to all of y'all. I may not send it to you, Jeremy, because your phone's being weird. But yeah. I, I was going to go look at a Blazer today in Knott County um, for uh, just the motor. Because, you know, all four my three. random projects. Do what? 4.3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All round body Blazers <clears throat> are 4.3. But are anyway, they? yeah, every single one of them from '95 on, they're all four three. You I had the, you could that. get a two point eight in the square bodies, but I've I think seen that best motor ever made. Didn't they put a two point two and a ninety five or ninety six? Okay, never. And I got only because I, I got busted in that too because I thought the same thing. See, I was right. thinking they did. So I never thought, but that I that think would never. And, and that's why I asked you. That thing would literally not be capable of moving. Now I, I give you more credit for knowing. Think about it. A two point two? That much weight? I, I didn't think they ever put one yeah, in. Look how much bad. weight my two point two hauls around. Well, yeah, but that wasn't designed for it. Yeah, yeah, Imagine that it. wasn't designed for it. It also wasn't designed with a stock dash and a wire tuck either, and a body drop in twenties and blah blah blah. And a full so. sheet metal bed that probably weighs <laughs> takes eight people to set off. And well, it does, it does <laughs> have a fifty nine S ten dash in it now. So anyway, the blazer thing. So you know, random random girl. Pretty good. <laughs> This blazer was listed for four months on Marketplace. Mm-hmm. Four months. And I kept seeing it come up, kept seeing it come up. I'm like, cool. I'm like, you know, I might as well send a message. Price is not that bad. So the motor and transmission are excellent, but the body is really rusty. And that was great for me because I really just wanted the motor and I was going to just huck the rest. Well, anywho, uh, I talked to her Thursday or Friday or something. I'm like, you know, I'm, sa- I'm assuming this is gone, but if it's available, you know, I'm interested. And she went back, yeah, it's still available. And I said, cool. I said, you know, I'd like to come see it as soon as possible when it's good for you because this weekend I've actually had a little free time. And she's like, well, how about Sunday? Sunday works for us. I'm like, that's great. I'll be there what time? She's at 1 o'clock. Great. You know, going after church. And uh, anyway, I get up this morning at like 9 o'clock, something like that. I actually got to sleep in a little bit. It was nice. And I look at my phone. It's like, you know, uh, Charlene or whatever has pulled down the ad. I'm like, what the hell? And I messaged her. I'm like, hey, I'm still here at 1 o'clock. What's up? And she's like, oh, well, my man decided he won't keep it. And I see her thinking, this fucking rusty-ass blazer has been online for four months. Somebody actually shows legitimate interest that doesn't speak broken English and type in all small letters <laughs> from 20 miles away. Wants to come like sets an appointment for you. And then, you know, magically, my man wants to keep it. It means one of two things. Either number one, the stimulus money come in. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Or number two, he had a great day at Bull Creek Flea Market the day before sale on Folkley's. <laughs> or, he done good at, or he done good at chicken fights. Yeah, exactly. He, uh, he, old Billy Ray lucked up at the Triple Cock Derby last night. The triple Cock Derby. Purdy Bill cleaned the house. He won a three cock. <laughs> triple Cock Derby. I don't know. They do have five cocks. There's a five so, cock derby? They are. This, is this like an orangey? I feel like this is a five cock. They, have you ever been to? Actually, you, I think that's a fast food thing you can get at Bojangles. Have you, <laughs> like have you never tea? been to the chicken fights before? I've been to chicken fights, yeah, but I never heard of them. Yeah, they have a five cock. I never watched. I can never go to chicken fights. Dude, I, I like the chicken being, fights. I'm not gonna I like lie about animals it. more than people. I just, I just couldn't. It's fucked up to watch. It really you only is. go once, and you're like, I'm gonna fucking see that again. And you know, I don't know. I made a lot of money. Well, a lot of people do, but I couldn't. I watched one fight, and I was like, Yeah, I'm out. I'm going to go hang it outside. Just come and get me when we're done. Dude, I can barely watch the bug wars on YouTube like Prey of Manus versus Tarantula. I don't, I, don't, I don't do some tarantulas. Fuck that Well, noise. Tarantula's a bad, bad comparison. <laughs> like Prey of Manus versus like, you know. Anaconda. Murder Hornet. Anaconda. Oh, Python. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened to the Murder Hornets? At what point between, 
you know, COVID and anarchy, did the murder hornets just disappear? What replaced? They did they ever do anything? No, nobody showed interest. They just went to the country and said, fuck this, man. <laughs> nobody showed <laughs> What Jeremy said, nobody showed interest. Yep. If they would have been more interest, we'd still be hearing about them. That's true. There was no interest. So, all right. R- random question, guys. Is it bad I'd like to have been the guy in the Capitol with the horns? I don't want you to go to jail. I don't. You don't know I'd went to jail. No, you'd went. To jail. My face would have been painted. They wouldn't know who I was. No, they'd find. They'd have cost you. But man, I'm just saying, man, that would have been a badass. You know, I don't want to, go to jail. talk about politics in this because I know every fucking buddy has heard way more than they ever want to hear about that. But I'll say one damn thing. Mm. It's a lot easier to get in the fucking capital than I ever would have thought. Fucking right. <laughs> right? a goddamn fuzzy Viking helmet. Fucking shameful how easy you can get into it. I was like, well, I mean, I, the only thing I said when I when I first watched it. Now we're just leave it at this. I was like, how the fuck did they get into the, one of the most protected places well, in the United States? So yeah, that was my thought. I mean, like, that's, that's, please that's, tell me y'all seen the meme of the guy standing in the Capitol like, room where they do all their stuff. It says, uh, 2021, this guy challenges Nancy Pelosi to uh, trial by combat. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sick. Celebrity death match. I've seen more than I ever. <laughs> God, that was an awesome show. It, was, it really was. <laughs> they at one point was going to bring it back, but I guess it's too colorful. Mills Lane is dead, so don't miss oh, it. That's not PC. Judge Mills Lane, the referee. Oh, is that who that was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I thought it was just some wow. actor. Shit, that oh was God. like no, one of my favorite on. shows. That was legit shame Judge Mills Lane. He was a federal judge. He's passed away now. Well, that's a shame. But and, and he was a legit boxing referee in real life. Well, you got to think, though. It wouldn't be PC today to have. Oh, no, no, no. no. So you could do that. I, you know, I don't understand how things We're too are, woke for this. Are, are Come on, guys. Let's get away from the politics. <laughs> Nobody listens to us from the politics. I, I'm woke. We was talking about. Celebrity death yeah. match. You know, Bob changed mine and your name both to Shay Woke Mullins and Lee Woke Caudle in his phone. Yes, yes, he did. That's yes, pretty did. cool. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, oh, so cool. we're woke now. All right, <laughs> <laughs> so, right Shay, random question, and you might be able to answer, answer this debate we had earlier. Yeah. You think anybody's still listening? No, I don't know. Nah. Talk them if they ain't. <laughs> well, what is right, it? You went to All the Unleashed, right? Yeah. What year was it they had it where the uh, Cheddars and all that is? Right there behind Shiloh's. I was saying nine or eight, I believe, and I believe uh, Lee was saying nine. N- nine, I thought, was by... Okay, guys, here's the history. The, the gas station. If I'm not mistaken, and Chris can correct me, he and I have had this argument. He thinks the first year was 07. I thought it was 08, but give the benefit of the doubt since it was his show. Yeah. Let's say the first year was 07. Uh-huh. That was a school that I got everybody kicked out so of. I wasn't at that one. You weren't at that one? No. The next year was where it was behind the Laurel County Tourism Building. That's the one I went to. Because that is the one behind the gas station with the McDonald's in it and across from the gravel parking lot where now Cheddar's and Buffalo Rings and Things is. But see, that was a gravel parking lot at yep. the time. Yeah. Because I remember that big severed well, ties wedge coming yep. in. Uh, Gucci. And there was one section of it that was asphalt, though. Just one little piece. That, that was, was there asphalt there? It was, it was that was probably, over where Drop'em was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was only enough room. No, because that was across no, the street. Drop'em, yeah, we were all in the same parking lot. There may have been asphalt in the show parking lot. Yeah, it was just a little bit. But it was bit. the other side of the little access road there. Yeah. Like, yep. if you can visualize where Cheddar's is now... That was a gravel parking lot. And to the left of that, if you're looking out at Cheddar's, that's where the show was. Yep. Hold it on. was behind the Shilohs. It post. was directly behind that's the That's where the employees parked at. That's mm-hmm. correct, yes. And, and that's the year that I brought you time. muffins. What? So that's the same year the that unleashes when I brought you guys Tell the muffins. muffin story. Tell it. Tell it. And tell the muffin story. This is, this is one of my favorite stories ever. You can leave the, the name out. 
but you got to tell the story. Okay. You can just make him some random mini trucker that was just a little bit different. Okay, so I met this first year, different. first time I ever met Bob Blackburn and random mini trucker A. We'll call random him. mini trucker. I like random mini trucker A. <laughs> random mini trucker A was at the time really cool because nobody knew him, but he just showed up, and he he really was, and he, he was pretty hardcore, and he had a sort of bagged S10. Yeah, kind of. Uh, sort of. At least the front had airbags. The front had airbags. The back had... A nice bridge and link. Let's say hickory. Hickory. Anyway. <laughs> White oak. So, so most, some of y'all know who we're talking about now. But anyway, okay. So, tell your story. Okay, so, come, we was trying to figure out where to stay at because, hell, we was two hours from the house. Like, Lee give us a hotel room. So, it was me, Bob, and Randy, random mini trucker A. Me and Bob decided, well, we'll just sleep together. I just met you. Okay, yeah, let's do this. I'm that kind, I'm that kind of whore. I'm that kind of lady, so let's do it. So me and Bob wake up the next morning to random mini trucker A standing at the foot of the bed. And like I said, we just met this guy. He didn't talk to us a whole lot. He's kind of socially awkward. He was, kind of. He said, I brought you guys muffins. And he's standing at the foot of the bed just holding muffins. <laughs> we wake up to him staring at us. And me and Bob, imagine waking up. And seeing a fleeting image at the foot of your bed, the light coming in through the cheap Venetian blinds, barely highlighting his eyes and scraggly at the beard, red roof in, and being presented with a plate of good morning bu- uh, muffins from Bob Evans. Hey, I got you guys some muffins. <laughs> yeah, me and Bob's kind of like that's a weird fuck. story. That is great. But you know ask what? Bob about it, Shay, if you think I'm lying. Oh, I, I believe you. Oh no, that, that true. Uh, I'm hundred percent because I remember both him and Bob. Being Actually, just, I know who who meant random mini trucker A is. Yeah, you know who random mini trucker yeah. A is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anywho, you know, I'll give random mini trucker A a ton of credit because at a time that nobody knew who that cat was. He just showed up to several events that we advertised online. I think it was on BTR back in the Blacktop Revival mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. And like we had the BTR Christmas dinner, and we look over to some tall, skinny kid with a bag truck sitting there, like, "Hey, I'm such as I'm Grand Mini Trucker A, you know, and I don't know you guys, but I want to see what's going on." And I think that's rad. I wish more kids would do that. I wish that was actually you know, fun times. I'm an asshole. <laughs> let's 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 you know tell the truth here, and I make no bones about it. And I will tell you exactly what I think of you if it's negative. But at the same time. I feel that I'm super easily approachable. If, I mean, I'm old, man, at this point. If you're a kid and you want to come up and talk mini trucks with me, come up and talk mini trucks with me. Shit. <laughs> I will give you what little wisdom I have to the point you probably will get sick of me talking. You know, uh, But nobody does that anymore. And I give random mini trucker A a ton of credit for having the balls just to show up in a group of people okay. who didn't know him. Oh, I mean, after we start the, talking uh, random uh, back, mini- back to Unleash, the gravel parking lot year uh-huh. uh, by the gas station, 2010. I know this because there's a picture of me that Dude, I posted on... That wasn't the first one there. No, that no, does not no, sound listen, right. Listen to me, guys. It didn't move once it moved from the school. There was only two locations ever for Unleashed, not including Manchester, because Manchester sucks. But that, that was that God's was blind joke. spot. We don't count that one. Uh, it was 2009. That it might have been. It was 08 or 09, but, but that being said... It never moved from that lot for its entire lifespan. The big years... It was a good right placement. Go I wish ahead. I could remember when I had the Silverado, because that's the year... I took I it to Unleashed. I don't remember, Farf. I don't know. I really don't. Hmm. Um, you said there was a year that Whitey was there. Why, yeah, because we, we convoyed from Whitesburg. I was in Whitey? You was in Whitey. Really? Okay. I don't know. Man, convoy is the best way to travel to the shows. You know. Till everybody <laughs> runs off and leaves you. Yes. I yes, really enjoyed the drive to Revolution this year. 
I thought it fell apart at the end. It yeah, did. Because everybody ran off and left me. Yeah, because some people wanted to drive fast. Well, everybody ran off and left me. I was in a truck well, I was that looked like the General Lee. I didn't have no choice. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> and, and at that point, I just kind of threw my hands up because it wasn't no fun. Uh, you know, everybody run off and stuff. What's the fun of that? It's supposed to be kind of mm-hmm. low and slow. And, and that's fine. I mean, just some miscommunication. Uh, but uh, I'm just doing my own thing next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems like anymore. once we left London, London, yeah. Everybody just scattered. Yeah. Yeah, I was by myself for a while. Were you really? Yeah. I think me and Tashi was by ourselves for a while. Well, I, I was like a few miles. at the end. And then randomly, I had a, another cat-eye Chevy pull up behind me pulling a box trailer. And I'm like, you know, who in the hell's that? And that ended up being my old Sonoma frame that Jonathan Butler's on. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was funny. He just kind of fell in line. I think I seen you in Corbin and didn't see you again until Middlesbrough. I cannot imagine pulling a box trailer with with a six zero. I mean, maybe I don't give mine enough credit, but God, that seems like a ton of weight and hassle. I pulled a box trailer with my five three. Wow! For what? I never hmm. knew you'd have a box trailer. I didn't. I was building oh, okay. a gate for somebody. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Hmm. So I took all the wooden gate off and reinforced it with quarter inch steel. Oh wow! Yeah. Jesus. That was yeah. fun times. I imagine it was. It's light. Oh yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun at all. So. Did this episode have a point? No. Five no. threes are tanks, though. That's the best motor ever made. Dude, I love the six O's are pretty tanks, too. It's man. got 260,000 miles on it. It's just now starting to show a check engine light for stupid EVAP sensors and junk like that. And oh, you don't need those fucking things. Well, yeah, occasionally it'll I go say. into limp mode. It'll go into the reduced engine power mode. I hate that shit. Dude, mine done that, and it was throttle body. <sighs> It's throwing a I don't know knock why sensor. that's a thing. It's throwing a knock sensor code, but we changed that's that common. knock sensor. Did we you, changed it. Did you put a wiring harness on it? We put a wiring harness on it, but okay. what I didn't do was run a bead of silicone around it, and it says in the TSB that you have to do that because uh, moisture or something, mm-hmm. condensation will, will fall straight. Did you pull the foam pads out from up underneath the intake and throw them in the garbage? I don't remember, <laughs> dude. That don't ring a bell to me at all, though. I've always done that. Interesting. Yep. Because the water can come help. in can't go anywhere and it can't go anywhere it's just kind of stuck right there you don't get enough heat in there to, nope. to boil it off or anything so That's if you pull the foam pads out throw them in the garbage what water does get up under there runs right yeah. back off the back of the motor well i get that then uh, i get three different evap uh purge solenoid you're and an engineer things so. Jeremy Jeremy working for gm <laughs> <laughs> work, work for the dealership for years i forgot that i always forget you worked for dealerships mm-hmm. so. cool deal cool deal no uh she's getting tired but i still love her i just Sad. Nah, but it, that motor's still tanky. You don't worry about that. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. My five three's got five, or three hundred and three hundred and one or three hundred and three. The, the blue truck, mm-hmm. really? I'd hop in it and take it to California today. If the front end wasn't falling out from up underneath it, I my five you never did replace the shit under that. I've replaced everything up underneath that truck three times, and now I just said to hell with it, and I'm doing a solid axle swap. Well, that'll do it. That's exactly right. That'll do it. That'll, you won't have any more problems now. What's it like to have money and talent? <laughs> I don't think I have either of them. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you got talent for sure. Yeah. Talent, talent is no question at all. So. I yeah. think y'all smoking crack. But So, Shay, did you see what Jeremy pulled up in tonight? <laughs> no, the lifted Toyota? He's in a lifted Toyota. Yeah. It's pretty you badass. Nose, you get nosebleed when you got that thing? Like an 89 to 95 yeah, like, on 33s. Yeah, I want it. That's bad. I, oh, I, I do want too. it. I love it. But it <laughs> needs a small block. That truck screams for a small block. No. Okay, well, I'll just show my red. I'd say we just... <laughs> Dirt I done told Dad we should LS swap it. And he's like, I ain't touching that truck. <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin the Toyotas. I mean, like, those old four-cylinders like that, they don't, they don't really fuck up. 
Twenty two REs are great. They legit. And, and the, the three fuck with like a singer sewing machine, but I think it's a time and chain guides. It's actually wore out in it, but Probably. it's been like that for two years. And they know the V6s drive it anywhere. Suck ass though. What the V6? Oh yeah, they suck ass. I heard the V6s wasn't as good a motor. No, they're not. The three liters. Mm-hmm. Three yeah. point, were they threes or three point fours? I thought they was. I thought they were three. I thought they was a three o. Three point fours came after that. I think the 89 to 95 was a 3 liter, and the 95 and a half and up Tacoma was a 3.4. Because I'm thinking mine was a 3.4. The 3.4s are fine. Uh, it's the th- Your... it's a, Sparky was a V6. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, they, they put a lot of the extended cab four-wheel drives yeah. made v God, I miss that truck every day of my life. That was, an awesome that was another good truck. Well, we all, have, got we all have our one unicorn. Yeah, well, I've got Lee, of, Lee's had several. I've, I've got rid of three or four. You know what's funny? The brown truck, I regret none. It's the first time in my life I've sold, especially a bagged vehicle, but it's the first time God, in my I life I've sold, uh, sold it's truck. It's not a truck. And when I left, I just felt like just happy, just zen. It was great. And it's not changed. I'm so happy to that be gone. Well, <laughs> you know, didn't really have much luck, though. Let's just call it what it is. Well, it was a good truck. It, would it was drove a good truck. Everywhere. It's never left me stranded, which nope. I can't say that about any other vehicle I own. <laughs> um, the, uh, the suspension was excellent. It rode like a dream. It did. I just, I just, it drove it, like a dream, period. I was going like the wrong it. direction nope. with it. I was getting away from daily driver status. Yeah, you yeah, was. And I was very close to tipping just stupid money. Yes, you it know? was. And, and no. I just, <laughs> that was a full daily. It could have been, but he, he was going further with it. It just don't mean further nothing. and further and further. Well, see, unlike you, Jeremy, I don't have talent. I can't go out. <laughs> there we go with that talent thing again. Well, I, I don't have the ability to go out in a weekend and say, huh, I'm going to put a stock S10 dash in this yeah. this weekend. Well, I mean, you, you know? do put your stuff on Facebook, so we know you have talent. Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy. It's you, all yeah, about the angles. I have made a few pictures look a lot bigger and better than they were supposed to. <laughs> I you obviously work faster than anyone else I've ever seen, too. Oh, dude, dude. You're, you're crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, so excited to see what you're going to do for me shortly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that one deserves it, though. The orange truck? Mm-hmm. I think so, so what's the turnaround going to be for me? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can do your negotiation off air. So are you going to um, bag it on 20s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Gonna body it on twos. No. Oh, my God. It's going to be on ZQ8s, and that's it. <laughs> So, so there's not going to be any, like, tubing everything, you know? No. Why not? He I don't, don't need it. He don't want back. no tubing. I don't want it. <laughs> I just want it to go up and down. <laughs> See, he's new school. All about this clean and simple. I'm woke. See, when I got into it, it was all about the crazy bridge work. The uh-huh. the more tubes you could bend, the the oh, crazier yeah. it yeah. was. You know yeah. what? You're offending me by talking about me right now. I'd appreciate you to stop. I'm just saying. I need a safe space. <laughs> safe space. <laughs> I've you, had both. You, you need a crying room? I prefer the crazy tube work, but that is when I become any what relevant in the quote-unquote scene. You know, when I had nice trucks, it was about crazy tube work. Mm-hmm. You know, the nicest trucks I've had, I think, complete-ish or close to it, Whitey. was Whitey, mm-hmm. which had a super elaborate baby impeller bridge, and then the pink truck, which in in all sincerity, while it wasn't as crazy, it was a tube bridge. It was a mm-hmm. Renee tube bridge. And everything was base cleared and really, really pretty and mm-hmm. clean and stuff. But it was a very visible bridge. And, and I miss the bridge work. I mean, don't but, get me wrong. I want that, but I just don't want it on that truck. 
No. And <laughs> wait, time out. So since we're bagging both your trucks for oh, no, are you we're talking not about the extreme trucks. or the pizza no, truck? The that's, <laughs> that's, that's what we're talking about here. No, the extreme will never be touched. Uh, you say that now. Yeah. No, it won't. I shit you not. When I bought my red truck, I said I will never do no- – I'm not even going to lower it. I said I am literally going to hop in it and drive it. For an $800 truck, I'm going to drive it. That's what I'm going to do with this. I remember this. And then I'm going to bag it under the bed. And, all oh, the bed floor is bent now. I might as well mm-hmm. body drop it. Back half it. And then I body dropped it because I got halfway into the back half, and I was like, well, you can't back half something and not body it. So then I bodied it. It's all about self-control, and we all know I have excellent self-control. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've told you guys before, so, uh, if I had not body-dropped the Sonoma, if it was just a bag truck, you know, without a cut cab, at this point I would have built another frame for it with a 5.6 drop, I would have put the V8 in it, and I would be done. And then I set of wheels. I would not... So at what this you, point in my life, I would not go that direction again. Now, granted, I'm going to finish it. Technically, but, you could still drive that truck the way it sets with a 5.6 drop. I mean, technically, you're already three inches. I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> so when do you, when do you, when do you go back to the Blazer quick? then? The Blazer will never be back. So, so you're going to back it after this year? Here's what's going to likely happen with the Blazer. The Blazer will be back. Oh, I know. No, let me tell you what's going to happen with the Blazer, and Chris Wilson will, will say this. With a stock S10 dash. No, let's yeah. this, no, God, no. Yeah, it's going to so be So anyway, long. no, it's just keeping First it. time it shows any fatigue in that dash. It's replaced. It's like, oh. yep, that's out. Stop from going back. Oh, there be like one little dip. Oh in no, it. no, I, no! I have a crack about two inches long there. Oh, it's got to come out. So we're not, we're not going to have everybody ganging up on me on this show. Me and, yeah, me no and Farva's done people. been at this down there at the, at the farm oh, earlier. Yeah. They were fucking with me in front of mom and dad. Yeah, was, <laughs> the bad part is they were getting in on it. Too. Oh, oh yeah, they, they, they were loving it. <laughs> Literally, I'm giving both these boys parts, and my mom is feeding them. You know. And, and, and I invited him to dinner, but no, no, let's go rag and leave. So, well, I mean, your mom offered, okay. to t- your mom told us we could come get everything we wanted. <laughs> she did say that. She said, she get did. it out of here. <laughs> so, we love laser. Here's what's going to happen I'm going to lower it. I'm going to throw wheels on it. Three months later, I'm going to miss having a pickup on bags, and I'll probably sell it. <laughs> that's, that's how my shit works. At but least I you want admit to keep it. it through August, no matter what. Because I want to drive to Slamboree in Oklahoma, and I want to have something with a factory dash and air conditioning and heat. Or what? Well, it's not going to need heat in August in Oklahoma, but air conditioning that's reliable, and I can drive there without a trailer and drive back. Because I'm just, I don't know, I'm just looking forward to the trip. I'm looking forward to taking something hammered on on Route 66 and going through a few small towns on the way and checking out brands. You realize on the highway that he drives 75 miles an hour, right? That's what I hear. <laughs> You know, they have, I don't a, know you know they, have, they have a minimum speed limit, too, right? The uh, I yeah. plan on taking mine to Camp and Drag this year. Are you? Really? Mm-hmm. Me and Lee talked about I'd like to drive it. I, I ain't never been to the show. I've never been either. I, been I, I'd like to see it. Four times? At least three, I've and I think four. Never you been. You've been either? Mm-hmm. No. I'd like to go see it. It's a, you, have it's to get, you have to be invited now, though. What? No, or not new. Not like an invite. You got to be on the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit. We're part of Lee Coddle's crew. You know we're going to get invites. <laughs> Hell, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm afraid my 15 minutes of fame are up, guys. Nah, no. No, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. The, Legends uh, never die. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Y'all have you feel like a big man over there? Big man? Huh? Okay. For the first time in my life, yes. <laughs> um, the last year I went to Camp and Drag was the last year of open uh, attendance. And that is when all the yeet yeet local farm boys come up there and they're whistling diesels and started doing donuts in the mud. So are those hybrids or skeeter jiggies? Mm. What, what was that you used to call them? Oh, uh, bro dozers. Bro dozers. Still do. <laughs> no, they're bro dozers. Yeah. But it wasn't nice yeah. stuff. It was just like, you know, uh, jacked up 12 valve and, and not nicely done. And it wasn't, you know, Cali Lane or anything yeah. like that. Oh, I hate, I hate that. Carolina Squad. <laughs> Carolina Squad. I hate squad. that shit so fucking bad. Um, so, what did what did a uh, Justin White call it? Was he Louisiana Lean or something like that? Something like, I, don't, I don't even remember. I don't remember either. But it was good, whatever it was. It was good. I don't not as good as Justin White NASCAR White, but it was still good. <laughs> <you know. laughs> I just but, don't understand it. I mean, I'm, I'm all about some some customization, but their headlights are pointing so far up, and you can't see anything that's below you. Hard they're just jealous because they want to ride Cali, but they don't have bags. You know, I, you know, I've thought that the entire time. Oh, absolutely. So. God, you remember when Cali used to be a thing back in the day? Dude, I, now it's just like how how low can it's you so, get it and still so drive funny. it? Back in the day, you were expected tail down, ass up, or right, no, uh, tail down, nose up. Mm-hmm. And, and then like now, that just screams. I've never had a bagged vehicle before, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen years ago, you were you were you know that's what's up, man. Oh but yeah, now you just look like an absolute poser. <laughs> why, why did why did that end? I was to be never, honest I with you, I had no clue. Anyway. I was a fan of it either, but it was a, it was a big thing at one point. I just don't know what happened to it. I oh. used to ride like that. I ain't gonna we lie. All I mean, we've all done. And it. now I'm just like, how far can I get this thing? <laughs> <laughs> now they refer to it as skating. Yep, skating. 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 When you Let's, get to where you hit a bridge and it scrapes, you're too low, and you just barely. You just barely hit it and then keep going. You know, skated had a totally different connotation years ago. See, skated. That was when the wheels actually cambered in or. Not cambered, no, wide. Oh, just the wide wheels. Just 15 by 10 reverses. That was skated back then. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they used to call skated. Now, skating, like he's talking about, a different thing, but skated back in the day, back in the day, uh, that means just wide ass 15 by 10 reverses. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that was just kind of the look. I would love to have 15 by 10 like Type 86s for my Blazer. Did I tell you I, I bought new wheels in North Carolina? Yeah, That's do you want to sell what, those yet? I do not. I don't know. Maybe. We'll talk about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> He's I got extra wheels now he doesn't know what to do with. I can't use them. I, I, I don't think I can run a 14-inch on that 98-nut Blazer spindle. In, in it the would caliber. be extremely hard. I don't is think the, it'll fit. Is the caliber and the... The spindle break? and calipers is different than a regular S10. How, how big are they? Oh, I don't know on that one. Mm. I ain't owned enough lasers. But I'm not just going to hoard them. I mean, those wheels are too awesome of a find. I think it needs some 15 by 10 spokes. That's what, I mean, he talks about them all the time. I just don't know why he don't buy himself a set. You absolutely love them. He needs wires. I'm surprised he still ain't got the ones off the rapist. Oh, he said it. He said the R. Oh, we can say (laughs) it now. (laughs) No, we can say it now. Jeremy, they wouldn't let me say it, though. No, we're, we're woke here. We don't use that. Yeah, man, it's PC culture now. We don't say the R word. It's shop killer. Whatever happened to them wheels, though? You know, I don't remember is a funny thing. Did not your buddy Sean buy them? He did, and he had them on the 53 for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Does he still got them? But I thought... And then I also had a set of 13s that I sold him because they went on a bug over in Cumberland. 13s ain't fit. Randall's. I don't know. Randall Crafts. And the funny thing is, I don't even remember where the, the 13s came from. 
uh, in the first place. Maybe Alan Williams. I don't remember for sure. I mean, I don't know. God, I'm getting old. But I don't know. I'm not sure where my players went. I guess it was him on the 53. But I'm not 100% sure about that either. I, I just don't want wow. to get yourself a Cespo because it's what you really want. I because mean, that's all that's going to make him happy. Because the prices have went so far through the roof. Yeah, they, they are for, ridiculous. They are. I'm not I, look, getting, I look for him one day. I'm not getting spoked for the same reason I didn't put vintage air and complete the interior in the brown truck. That's money much better spent on the Sonoma. That's, that's fair. And uh, yeah, but I just you I can't could, justify you, you could get the to? spokes and then use them on the R word. No, no. But I swear it, to God, it, it wouldn't take much for me to use those 14s on the R word. The shop killer, damn it, my Sonoma. <laughs> Let's not make the R word a thing because I don't want to have to explain it. Okay. It really wouldn't take much for me to use the the 14s, the new 14s, the new old stock ones on the Sonoma. Well, that's how me much would getting. I get laughed yep. at? For having a bodied truck on 14s. Who cares? If it makes you happy, what's it matter? Yeah, fuck them. I mean... Fuck them all. That was one of the topics there on the page when I posted my quote-unquote stock dash. Chris Wilson said, do whatever makes you happy. If you want 14s on it, rock 14s on it. Are you trying uh-huh. to impress anybody? I just don't just know if you would happy? tuck anything. Say exactly. <laughs> do what? I just don't know if you would tuck anything. Oh, that'd be sad, wouldn't it? That would be. Have a have a almost three inch body drop truck and not tuck anything. Oh, that would be sad. You could put a big balloon tire on it. <laughs> there know. you go. Didn't they do like a green green with scallops old school mm-hmm. S ten on torque thrust? Mm-hmm. On four, or it was fourteens, wasn't it? Was it fourteens with the big white wall right. tires? So you could run them on that that style, you know, caliper and spindle and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know white walls wouldn't. Look good, I tell you, though. I found another set of drop spindles in my garage today while just digging around. You want to sell them? Probably not. Hey. Oh well, what, if you ever run across a set, I need a set. Like for what? Horribly bad. For, what? for my show truck. <clears throat> Your show truck doesn't have more. I, I thought you had tubular control arms. So you don't need them. No, I took all that stuff off and put it on the daily. Okay, I got you then. So mind. now I got to get mm. new stuff for the show truck. Uh, well, what's it the, like to have money and talent? <laughs> <laughs> I would just be happy with one of the two. <laughs> you know, it's cool to, to, to think about this. You and I had this conversation last year, hmm. Shay, or when we first started the podcast, I guess what? technically last year, uh, March, April, whenever, about how few bagged vehicles and, and just even hamburger trucks in eastern Kentucky there are. Yeah. There's four guys sitting in this room right now that either own or will own, you know, show quality vehicles very soon. Well, mine's it, not going to be show quality. It's going to be either hammered or bagged, and you're going to go to shows in it. That makes it show quality in my books. Yep. And and people need to get away from that stigma of, oh, my God, it's only bagged. I can't take it to a show. What? In 2003, God, I would have done dirty things to people in a questionable <laughs> nature just to get a bagged truck at oh, one yeah. of my shows. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, that's so just taken for granted now, and the, I hate that. Then we could, mm-hmm. we could only name like was it? Five, six. People. We come up, I think, with nine. We come up with nine? I bet there's 25 or 30 or more in Eastern oh, Kentucky right it was, now. Uh, Your I, podcast is inspired. I would say that. Well, I'm going to say it. Hell with it. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's other people, but, you know, we're just two jackasses on here talking about it. Can't you just take a compliment for once? Thank you, Park. Did you say expired or inspired? Because I don't have headphones, remember? Inspired. Oh, I thought you said expired. Like, why are, we, are, we, are we done? I guess it is getting close well, to wrap-up time. There was so. over 20 at that cruise that Jonathan Butler set up. You know, that's wild when you think about it. Yeah. You were at that, weren't you? That little cruising thing that mm-hmm. Butler did, the quote-unquote H-word cruise, which mm-hmm. I had nothing to do with, but more power to him. We're going to do it again uh, this year. Yep. I hope they do. It's hard oh, to That's awesome. I may even be there. Um, you was there last year. 
I was. It was mm-hmm. close. I took my boy. That's mm-hmm. cool. It was the first mini truck thing I'd ever really taken him to. That's when we all but went up on the mountain. That was actually a really, really good picture. <laughs> but he had to use earmuffs quite a bit, though. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's it part is of what it, it is. <laughs> he, uh, uh, it was cool, though. That, Like you said, that picture, that's the picture in the top of the Southeast Kentucky Mini Truck mm-hmm. Council page on Facebook. S10 Classifieds. Which has now become at Lee <laughs> S10 Classifieds. <laughs> hey, bring it on, guys. I love looking the, at remember, it. Remember, only extended cabs. Yeah. we got we got It's only extended cabs or blazers. I do blazers now because I'm a blazer. There's like a billion blazers out there. I just there. wish I you could do two-door blazers, the ones that look good. They're ugly. No, they're not. <laughs> they're ugly. I don't like them. No. I had a two-door ZR2 one time. I loved yours. Now, the ZR2 blazers are rad. They, I, I, I love like the, the two-door extreme, like extreme blazers. Hmm? Tranny go out You don't want to see with me, though. Is that what you I sold I liked it? them, though. No, I, had, I, I wanted a... Uh, I had a guy in my club. I wanted a different truck. I wanted to be able to haul stuff. And you just couldn't haul anything with the I blazer. I guess that's kind of what I get into with blazers as well. well. I always think I like them, and then suddenly I realize, you know, I'm not a fan. But I do plan to put some subs in this one, which is funny. I'm going to have to turn around and sell those 8-inch scars. If I got a blazer. It's easy sale. I need them. You think? Oh, yeah. They're absolutely easy sale. I'll give you money back. My you tab, your tab is so high with me. Tax right time's now. almost here. All I right. can pay you off and start a new tab. <laughs> <laughs> right, get, the, get your stimulus money. We'll talk about it. <laughs> that can be used to bag the blazer. No. Yeah, I can use the blazer. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> you guys about ready to wrap it up? No, 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 we're not. No, no, no. no, no. no. We're, we're, okay. we're starting over on this one again. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to bag a blazer. I have no intention to bag a blazer. I have no interest in fact. Yeah, but- how many I, times have you said I've not had any intention on doing something, and two months later it's happened? <laughs> of all the trucks I've owned, I yeah. bought Whitey with the intention of bagging it. That was the one truck I know for a fact I literally bought with the intention of bagging it. The pink truck, if you will recall, it was a yellow truck mm. that it's I traded bagged. Whitey for. And it was already bagged, but God, it was done shitty. It was just a really poor setup. And well, that's no... the best shop in East Tennessee. Fuck. The damn driveline vibrated. had zero lift. It was just an absolute joke. I cut that off in no time, and then Brandon Perry did the, mm-hmm. the clip on it, and that was awesome. And then we painted it, and then my mom backed into it and ruined the front end. This is a trend, actually. She also ruined like three beds. Uh, she really hates my trucks. Yes, she really does. And painted it again. I got it where I loved it. And I'm like, yep, time to sell it. Let's see, what I have after the pink truck? The best truck you ever had. I didn't have anything for several years, did I? Because that's I bought, when we were in our dead period with I bought each a big, other. I bought a big gold dually, and that was in paint for almost two uh-huh. years. It was on paint for almost two years. You had the Ford. Well, yeah, I had the four because that's when we took to to, but I didn't have any show trucks at no. that point. Death Dozer, oh, I love the Death Dozer. We, uh, Farv and I, outran a Pro Street Fifty Five Chevy on I sixty four in the. I had this big red dually with a very warm uh, four bolt main three fifty that was built to the hilt. It was an eighty two model, uh, red with wow. uh, hockey stripes and scallops. It was like all old school wow. Mark three interior. And it was a monster. And we literally outran And it was for a Christian band. Do what? And it belonged to a Christian band, didn't it? It pulled a trailer for a gospel band. How cool is that? <laughs> they had stickers what? on the camper shell and everything. Wow, really? I that. I'd actually forgot that. <laughs> it actually had a camper shell on it? It did. It had a real an old man camper with a raised up top and everything. And I sold it. Did it have the two windows over the top of it? Dude, it had diamond plate running boards on it. Maybe. It did have diamond plate. I forgot <laughs> the diamond plate. How long plate. did you keep that thing before you got rid of it? I kept that a while, didn't I, Favre? Almost a year? I know for a summer for a fact. We we took it all over. I caused Favre, I think I got him fired. You uh, almost did. <laughs> because, because you wouldn't bust the window out. 
Now we're gonna bust a window. Out we sat there for six hours. We. <laughs> I locked the keys in the de- first of all. The Death Dozer was a four wheel drive, lifted, red, custom paint, built three fifty dually. Okay, it was a GMC dually. It was hot. Eighty some model it square was, body. It was an eighty two. It was hot, legit. Uh, had an eighty nine suburban front end on it, but it was an eighty two model, and it ran. It was really really warm. Uh, I was going about eight miles a gallon, but it had like old man van interior in it. And he was telling the truth. It pulled a gospel band trailer, you know, uh, the, wow. Uh, let's, let me come up with a good gospel band. Fuck. I don't know. The Hill songs. Okay. So it pulled, it pulled, it pulled a fucking trailer for the Hill songs, gospel quartet and, uh, Jim and the Presbyterians. There you go. So it pulled a, it pulled a trailer for Jim and the Presbyterians. It was, it was a hot truck. It really was, but it had a lot of issues too. Well, anyway, we went to a show in Grayson, somewhere up in Carter no. County. Oh, it was in Ashland. Was it in Ashland? Yeah. Okay, I didn't remember. We went up to Ashland. That's when Kevin Gary still lived up there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We stopped and talked to him, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah, the famous pinstriper they call Taco now. But anyway, um, on the way back from Ashland, we stopped at a rest area, and I locked the keys in the truck. And we even had a Slim Jim, but we could not get that, that door popped. And we called the state police, and it had no luck at all. And because uh, they wouldn't come out and, and fool with it, because it was Sunday, like whoever was willing to do it, you know, they were under. And it was hot outside. It was hot, and he had to go back to work that night. And we were there for several hours before we finally got a locksmith to come get. I was it. like, it was I will, a, I will buy you a new window if you just let me bust this out. It was not going to happen. I said, I will run my fist through it, and we will go home. <laughs> no, we were good. We <laughs> I mean, just because you got propositioned by a couple of truckers is no sign that I should listen to you. Well, you know, I <laughs> thought about it was the bad part. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, a ride's a ride. <laughs> you need to get home. So, but anyway, that being said, uh, that was a cool truck. I don't, I sold it. Chris Wilson bought it. I didn't and know that, Chris Wilson bought that. He did, and that was the Death Dozer. And I thought he Chris brought the brown it. truck. Do what? I thought Chris brought the brown truck. What brown truck? The brown one that Josh Brashears painted. Oh, that one was, yeah. That one went to some hot rod dude out in western Kentucky, and I still kick myself. It was a one-owner dually. I bought it. It never pulled a trailer in its life. I bought it from a dealership. Chris and I changed the brakes because the brakes were shot in the parking lot at the dealership in Indiana, then drove it home. And I drove it in Lexington one whole week. I paid I only paid $3,000 for that damn thing. Uh, I think Josh charged me two grand for the paint and took two years to do it, which is BS, man. That oh, yeah. should never happen. If a paint shop or a custom shop ain't willing to work on it at that moment, don't take it. Don't just take a vehicle and sit it in the damn corner of your shop for six months or a year or a year and a half because all you're doing is pissing people off, making enemies, and there's no justification. <laughs> no matter what you say, there is no way you can justify sitting a truck in a shop for a fucking year, period. No, there isn't. None. I mean, it, it's fine. <clears throat> I'd rather you say, I can't get you in for a year. Okay. But then when you're ready to get me in, by God, take me in. I'll pay a deposit. I'll hold my place. But when it's ready to go in, by God, have it done in a month. Oh, or yeah. whatever time frame you all agree on. Yeah, honestly, it doesn't take that long to paint a, paint a vehicle either. Well, anyway, so get by the good time I got on. that truck back, Dad had already given me his Silverado. So I no longer needed a I remember truck. that. Guy from Western Kentucky come and bought it. It was so cool. He come in an airbag 30-foot trailer. And I'm not making this up. Pulled behind a lifted Toyota 4Runner. An airbag 30-foot aluminum trailer with a freaking 4Runner pulling it. He pulled up in the driveway, looked the truck once over. Do you remember changing the brake line for me in the parking I do. lot of work? Mm-hmm. Like three weeks after that, he bought it. And I said, hey, man, the brake line busted. We not even bled the brakes since. He's like, meh. He hooked his trailer up to it, loaded the 4Runner on it, and hauled the whole damn thing home. Is wow. a wild That's a pretty good idea. It really is. 
Do what now? It was a pretty good idea. I, I was expecting you to say he pulled it up on the trailer and pulled off no, no, no. Yeah, with the forerunner. I was like, wow. I was going to ask how the forerunner pulled this. 8,000 pound truck. Yeah, that'd be balling. No, he, it was so cool. It was his daughter's forerunner is the funniest thing. He said, I just took it, grabbed the trailer, and went. I'm like, all right, man, whatever. Um, and then he said, he was a rod run guy. He said, I buy and sell cars at rod run, and supposedly that's what it was used for. I never, I never heard of it since. So, so see now we have Jeremy awesome here, cut. and Jeremy's got all this talent. Well, I want to ask him this question because we talked about it in the last. Cool, show. and then we probably do need to wrap up, guys. Okay, um, so some of people, us have work tomorrow. There is no <laughs> yeah, way people stopped listening forty-five minutes ago. Uh, well, so what? How do you feel about bagged toe pigs? I love a bagged toe pig, but do you think you should bag one? Yep. Personal, yes, I would. <laughs> do, do Do you think it's like? A, I mean, like me and Lee talked about it once before. We talked about reliability. Me and Favre talked about it, and it was just beautiful. So we settled on. But what do you think about the technical aspect of it? I think what are you going to do to make it reliable? You can't be mechanically stupid and have that. <clears throat> no, no, you need. Yeah, to. you gotta, you gotta put some time and effort into it to make it reliable. Like, I mean, you gotta think though. You're pulling some. Well, really, depending on what you're pulling. If you're pulling a mini with it, most people bag, I mean, bag you a dually. You're pulling a bag. You got fat fabs that pulls wedge trailers <laughs> with yeah, that, bag and body new trucks. One of those <laughs> trucks costs more than all the trucks I've ever owned and all the trucks I own in the future. Tom yeah, Shulman's. yeah. <laughs> uh, talking about Dave Shulman's. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. that. The, 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 the one on the Navigator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'll never, I'll never own anything that nice. But he also has a crew cut. Yeah, you can put all my Fox bodies and S10s together. You didn't know that? I didn't know he owned that. He's got the MIC Cruel Cut Dually. He's got uh, the Navigator. And what's the name of his Platinum, the Dually itself? I'm blanking on the name. Precious Metal? Uh, Something like that. But he's like a jeweler. Like a high-end Like uncut gem shit? Like, yeah, I guess. Did you ever watch that movie? No, no. no, It's such a good movie. Is it good? Yeah. What movie? Adam Sandler. It's Adam Sandler movie they made for Netflix. Called Uncut Gems? No, I don't, I don't think it come out. It's on Netflix, but I don't think it come out for Netflix. I thought it did. So. I thought it was one of those ones he was signed on to do. No, it's one of his serious Sandler movies. Was funny in Waterboy. Yeah, well, big Little Nicky. Little Nicky was the best movie. Little Nicky was the best one. Agreed. I don't know if it was the best. It was the best. It was, it was, it was the best. best. There were well. some great parts in it, but I think Water. I think Happy Gilmore. And now, Happy Gilmore, Gilmore was the no, shit. No, uh, like Little Nicky, Waterboy, blow Happy, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, no. Little Nicky. Nah, Little Nicky, 100%, no. man. I Little Nicky, Waterboy, and I like Billy Madison. I love me some Billy Madison. I would never really care for Billy Madison. That one was okay. I'm still a Little Nicky fan, the grown up. I like the Grown Ups movie, too. I thought they were funny. I thought they were great. I that was, hated the first one, but the second one was funny. I like, I like both, both of them. I like both of them because it was just like a... Especially, a bunch of comedians making fun of each other. Especially the whole time. David Spade falling into the lake and saying, "Oh my God, that poor old lady." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that appealed to me, but it always struck me as really funny. So you know, I, I, and you I, had I, his first mo- or what was it going overboard? Please tell me you've seen that one. I've never even heard of it. Me either. Really? Y'all get to have Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> yes. I've never okay, heard. fuck it. I'm leaving. <laughs> I did. Explain. Going overboard. I don't know. I've never. No. Yeah. So he, he's on a cruise ship. Okay. Uh, wasn't that called the Duo? It wasn't a very. It wasn't a very. You had to show me after after we end up here because I'm I'm lost and and. I actually not, have it. I think if I look, find it, I'm curious. You will have to, to watch it. it. The reason I ask you this question because I have been debating this for for. Like you're years. debating on building one, or are you just looking yeah, well, for I truck corn? Well, I, I'm, I, no, I'm, I'm debating on building one. I don't know if I should buy a four-wheel drive truck or a two-wheel drive truck. Two-wheel. 
But if I get stuck in the mud one time, then I'm going to lose my shit. And Why would you be in the mud in a bag dueling? Uh, because most time it shows when you park your trailer and stuff, you get the unlucky spot, which is always in the mud, it seems like. I it's would always park, or I would unload beside the road before I would pull up. No, I was going to say, I'm not going to. If I can afford a bag dually, which means I got a damn no, nice I'm, trailer too, I'm, I'm not poverty. putting in the mud. Yeah, look, exactly. Look, I'm look one of them. <laughs> Everybody knows I cheat by them. I'm, I'm no. on a poverty version. Like, like I would literally pull up in front of where they said do not park, and I would park oh, yeah. there and I would unload my shit. And I think that's, I think that's part of a show promoter's responsibility, and it's honestly one that I did not do a good job on at the H word. There were plenty of trailer parking spaces and we even ran shuttles one or two years from the trailer parking lots to the showgrounds. Where was the trailer parking lot? It was, no it was over by the campground, wasn't it? Yeah, we did that one mm-hmm. year. Um, Didn't you do it did. down by the pools oh, one year? We did. And we, we there were several places because there just was no parking and Food City was such bitches about it. You know, they would cry and whine them on the ground even though we were literally the third biggest sales day of the year. That Saturday, Beaches. they were still crying, whining, moaning, groaning. Yeah, fuck them. I'm so glad we're not doing it anymore because I can be honest about shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to be nice anymore. They fuck em. bitches. Fuck them. Fuck them. Just fuck them. Right fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them all. Fuck them. But I've, I've, I've considered it for a long time now, and I just don't know. Cause Put I, on a show I, again? No. No. I think I think you should do that. Let's, that's more that's fun way, to talk about. That's more work than the dually. That's really I mean, actually all, more money, too. I mean, you all did say you're playing a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't you have to... Finish the Ranger before you I'm, could build a, a bag dually. I've already spent this past year around $12,000, so I ended up. So I have almost everything to do it. I just got to put it together now. You've got more in just your stereo than what I've got in two trucks. Yep. I wish I could say that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm doing the math, and I guess and it's, so, it's so amazing how quickly shit snowballs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I... Probably was about $9,200 in the brown truck, including the purchase price of the truck, which was $700. How much do you have in the shop, Killer? First number is a three. No, we're just going to leave it like that. <laughs> now, if, if you count all the stuff I've gotten rid of and all that, I am way up there. But Shane probably has more money in his Ranger over the years than I've got in the shop, Killer. But keep in mind, I have nothing to show for it. He does. No. I have a cap. I literally have it. <laughs> and a 59 S10 dash. I have a, I have a cab with a stock dash. I have a bed off of it. I mean, I got $6,000. people have. Whatever happened to my fenders? Do you have any idea? Because I was looking for them the other day, and I don't know where they're at. Jesus Christ. I have lost the, lost or give away, which is both is entirely possible. The last time I seen your fenders, they the were sitting right, in right the cab. No, they were sitting. They may be in the cab. God, I love you. They were sitting in the cab the last oh, I time I seen right. and, and I was in your cab today. Yeah, but it's covered in shit now because I got all those paper tubes in there. Mm-hmm. So, oh, God. That's I, where they was sitting. And then there's headliners in there, too. So, I bet even mm-hmm. if they are in there, you probably wouldn't have even noticed Yeah, because I had to actually duck oh, up underneath guys, the headliner <clears throat> to look at what I wanted to look like at. you have, like, a stack of headliners is what you're I saying. do. I take good headliners out of trucks. You should, because those are, like one of, those are also yep. one of the most rare things ever to find as headliners. And super expensive. I need to remind Brandon Shirley that the brown truck, the truck of many colors, or whatever he calls it now, has safe light front and rear, and if that back glass is leaking like I think it is, it needs to be replaced. Mm-hmm. Do it under warranty. I think it, yeah. So is Brandon still in love with the brown truck? He seems to be. He okay. sent me some cool pictures of it. Uh, it's got cool wheels on it now. It's got a much better steering wheel than what I had. Love the wheels on it. I love the wheels. That's my favorite sure. wheel. 
I'm not sure about them on that truck, but I think they will grow on me. He needs to sell me them if he ever decides to get rid of Those them. Those are rat wheels. What are they, did you say they were? I think they're the, the, the Vendettas. Boys. Boy, Boyd Vendettas. Gotcha. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know you he'll listen to listen it. Do listen to this podcast get tired of the fact that we just sit around and bullshit like we're not no, even I, I think it's our selling factor. I think yeah. that's the best part about it. You yeah. think it is? Yeah. I agree. It is. But it all it's always better off a microphone than what it is on microphone. Like the Uncle Doug stories between his recording and then the 30 minutes he just hung out and bullshitted with us. Yep. And then the time we, yeah, those were yep. good. I can't air most of them. <laughs> yeah. But and, those were those And were realistically, mm-hmm. as soon as we all leave this building, we're all going to push play on it in our vehicles and let's do it on the way home. <laughs> that's true. This that's one, true. I'm not going to try and more. edit. I already killed one little part that we both know about, and that's already done. So I'm going to join the two halves. And it's funny is I'm joining two halves, but there's only like 30 minutes in between them. So it's all tonight. It's just one cut. Yeah. Uh, but we couldn't do it seamlessly for reasons. <laughs> good what reasons. A, what a nice TV. Good, good, good WWJD. What Josh do? First seventy-five inch TV I ever seen. <laughs> Judging by that year, though, that that TV had to cost like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what my money? <laughs> More than my truck. But anyway, clearly um, I'm in the wrong profession. Then. <laughs> clearly oh you are. Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Don't give me more reasons to cut this anymore because you know I don't like to edit anything. <laughs> Okay, guys, let's, work. let's wrap it up. It's late, and Jeremy's got to work, and Farva's got to go back across the mountain. What's work? <laughs> something you do for like nine days straight, way underground, and I do not envy you. I don't either. I've, it's really not bad. I, I'm, I'm an <laughs> office person. I no, mean, fuck like, that. I, that sounds so boring. You know what's funny? It is, but yeah, I don't I don't have to worry about, you know. You have to drive a crazy amount of time. You have to drive a crazy amount of time. I guarantee you both beat me to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll be in oh, work. I, know, I, know. I, I gotta be there. I'm you get up with the chickens, though. It's bizarre. What time you get up? Uh, I get up at five thirty. No, but I don't have to be at work until eight. I'm at work at God. No, well, I don't have to be at work. How far? How far away do you live from work? Uh, right at an hour. It's an hour, hour and fifteen minutes. I wouldn't get up till about ten minutes till seven. Then normally I'm up and I sit around and play on the phone. Facebook, a, Facebook Marketplace. It's addicting. Yeah, it is. It's the most addicting thing on there. Drug of choice. It really Drug is. Drug of choice. Uh, I've been buying 3D printers off there now. I meet up. That's with, why I was late tonight. That's why you guys were here, because I ran and sold a bunch of wrenches to a guy in the parking lot of Pine Mountain Grill. Wrenches? <laughs> wrenches. I got tired of looking at all my mismatched wrenches tonight, so I took them all Your down. Mismatched wrenches? Mismatched. I can't speak. Were they, were they brand name? Pro value. No. Uh, that was no. CarQuest brand. Mm. They were big. They're up to 32 metric, an inch and a half, but they weren't complete. When CarQuest in town went out of business, yeah. I was a young kid. I was probably early 20s or something. I thought it'd be cool to go in like buy all the wrenches, you know, and I offered them like a big hell. I probably paid 150 bucks at the time for every wrench they had left in stock, and they were big and shiny and chrome. But it went like 32, 30, 24. 20, don't you, don't you love that? 16, 16, 16, 14. My, my whole sets look like that now because I don't know where I've got to the point, I got a nice new toolbox the other day. Uh, I've got to the point, I really want to try and do some organization mm. and getting, I'm just selling shit. I put some bags up for sale earlier. I'm just trying to get rid of everything that I can. And I just hoard everything. I have a bunch of totes. So, yeah, so uh, Farva, you know that there's a, uh, a field down there that eventually something's going to have to go. 
<laughs> that is true. Once again, you've wasted the last two hours. No, we've not. Yeah, no, we're done. No, Once we're again. not. <laughs> Guys, I'm We sleepy. will not be silenced. I'm sleepy. We refuse. <laughs> I will delete your Twitter account. Oh, yeah, you're oh. going to have to get on Parlor now. <laughs> Damn. Once again, you spent the last two hours wasted with the guys from the Lowest Common Denominator podcast, and you've listened to us talk about everything from random bar stories in Vico, Kentucky, to a little bit of Appalachian history, and reminiscing about when shows used to have some cool stock trucks, and that was socially acceptable. If you like what we do, good Lord, why? Why? Seriously, why? why? Stop and question. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life? Stop and question it. I don't know why you need to leave and listen to us. But if for serious. some reason you do, please like us. Share us out to somebody. Tell a friend. Tell your grandma. Tell all your grandmas. Subscribe to us. I don't know. Did you know we got reviews now? That's a thing. I, I, did, I, I did not know I don't, those I don't, existed. You, you said that, and guys, I went looking for it. The, I can't find if it. If it wasn't for the guys from OLP, bless them for telling me this, I did not know that was a thing. I wouldn't thing. know either. You know, it, you know uh, those guys, Jamie uh, from Mini Truck Cult, they have given us some great advice over the last little bit. Oh, yeah. and uh, They're all great guys. We still are terrible. Uh, oh, no. And We're cool. still the most yeah. unprofessional of all of them. <laughs> no disagreeing there. My foot is wrapped in cables right now. If I move, I'm going to pull out everything in the damn wall. I'm not wearing this. This is the first time I'm wearing Crocs in here. So, I mean, oh my God, you're not wearing Crocs. Not wearing he is not Hell, wearing I'm not Crocs. wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you guys like the randomness of tonight's episode, as far as bringing in a guest that is not a mini trucker but actually has some pretty cool stories, let us know. Um, we're not going to continue to do stuff like that unless some people enjoyed it. Yeah, because I mean, you hit us up and let us know if you like it or yeah, not. Yeah, if you like it or not, because yeah. we're just trying some new things. We don't want to do the same old, same old every time. And I realize this episode has been kind of a mess. We've had five people in here tonight, and it's definitely an interesting experience. There's been some talking over and stuff, but I think it went pretty good, all oh, things yeah. considered. But seriously, guys, give us that feedback if you liked it. Or if you didn't, tell us, like, hey, you know, whatever. It's just not our thing. Yeah, tell us you want you want to hear more of something. Yeah, uh, you know, for yeah, don't be dicks. Yeah, don't be dicks. You don't it. have to listen. Yeah. Jesus Christ, we don't <laughs> we, charge y'all. We, we do this for fun. Yeah, this is, this is for, don't hurt our feelings. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very thin-skinned. So. <laughs> oh, shit. He's going to cry into a pillow tonight. <laughs> I, go, I go from one extreme to the other. I can just as easily burst out into tears in a Disney movie is I want to cut somebody's throat. It's just, <laughs> just Weirdly accurate. <laughs> Weird cat. Uh, but if you liked it, let us know. If you didn't, you know, I don't know. Don't listen. I guess. <laughs> 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 no, seriously, let us know too because that's how we get better. That's how we grow. And uh, for my co-host, Shay Mullins, and for our can we say occasional co-host yeah, or semi-co-host? Co-co-host? What would you call them? They're here so often. Um... I don't know. Contestants. We, contestants? No. Oh. Rookies. Uh, JV, we're the JV team. <laughs> Interns? No, we're the JV yeah. team. Is this is this a podcast internship? Yes. God, that's really sad. Oh, shit. Uh, no, no. The JV team. I like that. Yeah, we're the, the JV team. LCD at JV team. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, shit. All right, fuck it. Let's go home. All right. Say goodnight, Shay. I love Colts. Say goodnight, Jeremy. Good night. Say goodnight, Favre. Jeremy, bag my truck. <laughs> <laughs> he loves free labor. <laughs> See y'all next time. I reckon it looks like you've done wasted half an hour or more listening to the voice of the lowlife. <laughs> You're still in the spirit. Don't fret. Them boys will be back out of their hollers in just a week or two with the next part of this fine episode. Thank you for listening to the Lowest Common Denominator podcast with your host, Lee and Shay. See y'all next time. <laughs>